Welcome to Stage Crunchy and Move. Yes, it's Cleveland's longest running podcast and the place to hang with your internet besties. Got questions or comments? The email address for the show is podcast at stagecrunchyandmilk.com. Crunchy, of course, being spelled with a K. You can also give us a call or message us at 216-264-6311. That's 216-264-6311. We're available anywhere fine podcasts are, and of course, at the website, stagecrunchyandmilk.com. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share the show wherever possible, like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. And now, stays crunchy, stays crunchy, stays crunchy, stays crunchy, stays crunchy, stays crunchy. Like around seven o'clock on the couch, <laughs> wake up like two hours later, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "What the fuck chaos is this?" Since this, since we fell back, and I'm just like, "I don't know what to do with." Daylight savings time is either uh, the greatest of gifts or the terriblest of things to ever get. I know, fucking pitch black at uh, you know four fifteen. Is not really doing your man any any kind of services at this point. It's wild, and I kind of hate it. But also, I don't know. I'm getting rested. My body apparently thinks I need. So I mean, am I supposed to bitch about it? What I mean is is it's like it's both dope and awful, and and so forth and so on. I don't know what to do with it, man. And uh, I'm kind of uh, I know it's the most pissy whack thing to be bitching about. You're like shaving time, so old man me. But I'm just saying, I'm kind of off my game right now. <laughs> Yeah, it, 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 first of all, it takes a couple weeks to get adjusted. Two, it's like, the only reason I really don't complain about it is, is like, um, I mean, I spend most of my time in the house anyway. Most of the stuff I, yeah. I, I, I try to get done, like, during the day while, while like, the boys are at school. Um, like, I'm like, oh, man, I, if I got to, you know, run to Costco, I'd rather run, go at 2 o'clock in the afternoon or, like, you know, right when they open at eleven on a on a Wednesday when it's not really packed, it's Costco, it's Costco be uh, body rocking. But the main drawback to me, like, uh, is the fact that it's like rush hour at dark, and that shit is like I don't like that. Um, but yeah, I just be taking a nap during the day. Like um, usually, um, you know, we eat leftovers for lunch, and I'm like, fuck it, I'm just gonna go ahead and take a nap at. From eleven to twelve, because um, we're not busy, and I mean, I'm allowed to lunch. But I mean, honestly, it like for a while, like uh, I was taking a nap like during the day, and I was taking a nap like right after work. <laughs> I was like just getting on the couch down here. Don't even go upstairs. Like I'm still working. I'll be working for another hour. I I um. I've never been a nap dude. It's just not, I don't know. Since I was a child, I ain't been a nap dude. I was, yeah. a, I was, I was a super nap kid. You know what I'm saying? But as an adult, it's not been my thing because I lay down and not fall asleep, sleep. You know what I'm saying? There ain't no whatever between it. But yeah, man, I'm sitting here. Vanessa was like, I'm about to go upstairs and watch a uh, big brother. Cause big brother's ending tonight. So she was like, uh, so last night she's like, I got to watch the episode from I think Tuesday, whenever the last episode was. And I'm like, oh, that's two, two, two times a week. Yeah, two and three times. Man, it's a lot because it's been a strike this whole time. So they've really been leaning on Big Brother. Oh, <laughs> like, like we need hard. we really need your big brother. We gotta lean <laughs> <Yeah>. on you. <laughs> and um so I was like, well, you know, let me sit over here and uh just uh I knew I need to edit edit to, to this today's show, but I was like, let me just go sit over here and and uh 
watch me YouTube right quick or whatever. And I put on a, whatever video I put on. And then, like I said, Xander was like going to go do something with his car. And like, it's all, of a sudden he, all of a sudden he coming back in the door. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? So I'll tell you about Xander's car. Xander's car, he's had his car now for like a week and a half or whatever. Some change. Two weeks. But he had a shock go funky and he's like, I knew what it was. I know how to fix it. So no worries. And, but when he gets underneath it, he notices that his, uh, the bolts for his drive shaft are, are, are missing. Oh shit. And he like, they had to have left them bitches out. And I'm like, so he been like, he go, what do I do? What do I, do? I go, well, you just hit him up and you let him know what it is. And so he, he said that's the, what he was going to send them. And I was like, that's perfectly fine. They say, Oh, we're sorry to hear that. Bring it in. We'll, we'll take a look. They take a look and say, we only saw one missing and we put it in. And he like, you know, that's not, you know, that's not possible. It's just bullshit. And and you fucking know it. It can't be just one missing. If, if I can go and look and see them all missing. So that's some bullshit, but they put the one in and won't, they were trying to sell them on some other shit. And he's like, I ain't doing it, but he goes, I'll fix what this thing, whatever this part that he did actually need to be fixed. He's like, Oh, we about to go do it in the parking lot right next to that, to to that shop. I'm like, that's hilarious. Because, you know, we got this team of dudes who work on cars, so yeah. they go and fix fixed it last night in the parking lot next to the place that fucked him. <laughs> and, and, and he's like, it's fine. I'm like, all right, you driving to work tomorrow? To go, yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. Because that just means I just got to drive your, your your brother to school and keep him moving. So he, he is back up and running and, and is, is happy with it. He's got plans for other things he wants to do to it and tweak and add. And I'm like, it's okay, man. You You got it. It's yours. And I'm glad you know what you're doing with it. Not, again, as we start rattling off things that have nothing to do with anything, uh, he <laughs> he got a, prom- a promo- promotion at work. It was supposed to be making more money, mm-hmm. but they hadn't started paying his money yet. And he's like, "What's up with this money?" And they go, "Don't worry, I'm gonna get it to you." And he like, she done said that before. And so, what's what's funny is the dude who got him the job is leaving the job. He got oh. a new gig somewhere else. So. He was like, hey, man, he went to the big boss was like, hey, man, your boy is not happy right now. They fucking with his money and you don't be losing another person just as I'm leaving. And so big boss go talk to Xander's direct. It was like, what the fuck is you doing, man? Don't play with my man's money. You say you're going to give him this money. Give him this money. And so immediately they fixed it. He got his dough. He wouldn't look. He said, I wouldn't check the time sheet. It's right there. It says I make how much I make per hour now. And I'm like, nope. I'm like, that's what's up, man. No, but but he but it started immediately. So like it was on that check. Okay. The, the, the check he got like the next day actually. I end up or have it the, or the day after it was on there. So I was like, that's sick that that's how that goes down. So I guess kind of sorta, you know. Okay. But it's also just dope watching my son blossom into this man. You know what I'm saying? He'll be uh be twenty next month. Twenty man. So also means it's been twenty years since the blackout and twenty years since <laughs> I met Gabe. It's all, all these things that come with my son because I, I went on a well, parental leave is what we would call it now with Xander. And my boss was dope at the time and she got to hustle me the full 12 weeks. And my boss went around the time when I had my, 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 my youngest did not have that hustle in them. And so I only got six weeks. Some bullshit. But whatever. And so <laughs> all the things that come with that is, like I said, Gabe came in to be my replacement in my absence. That's how I met Gabe. But we also sat back there rocking to the blackout when it came out because we all was like, oh shit, Jay-Z's retiring. And so uh. 
<laughs> all those things come with my son turning 20 in my life. And that's just, that's, that's funny and wild to me. To a very sleepy, sleepy tea. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I just opened up my black album um, uh, on vinyl like, like two days ago. <laughs> I've had it for a while. Um, I know. I remember. We got that from uh, FYE, right? I, I, I don't remember where I got it from. Um, but okay. um, I, I've had it for a, a pretty long time. I know um, that I meant to do it today. I meant to open up um, a Tribe Called Quest. If we yeah. get off before midnight, I'll, I'll get it. I'll get in and listen. But I, um, I just been really, really busy just doing tons of shit throughout my life. And, um, I, I've had albums, um, for many, many years. Like, I don't know if we, if I mentioned it, but I was like at my old house, helping my mom do some work and I found my album collection in the basement. Um, one of the ones things I know I probably won't be able to find again, and like the the jacket of it was this mm-hmm. Batman album we listened to all the time. It was like a um a vinyl with um with um shit. What's the old Batman's name? Oh Adam West. Adam West, yes. And um it was like a you know a like a story on on side A and then a story on side B and it was just like we took that to the lab a lot. And <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, like I got that I got a majority of my albums from that um Goodwill or not um the thrift the, the unique thrift on Lorraine on West twenty off West twenty fifth. Uh-huh. Like I used to get so many albums from there. Oh, for only a quarter. Like I just remember that just going, you know, twiddling your fingers, like okay, okay, I need this, and um, like I had a pretty solid um, collection. Like most of the stuff I collect now, um, it'll be like old Sesame Street shit. Like okay, um, I'm still trying to find. Um, I need my Disco Duck back, um, because that was what uh, what I used to like. A lot of stuff is like. You can find it for a fair price on eBay, but I just be waiting it out. I'll find it at the record exchange most of the time. I, I, well, it's going to come up when we talk entertainment, but I was just listening to uh, Wind Up His Life and uh, they had Q-Tip on there discussing Midnight Marauders and so forth. And uh, he was talking about how much he loves still to this day the the hunt for records. He goes, yeah, sure. You know, we can order just about, you know, we can get anything on the, on the, uh, you know, on the internet, whatever. But it's like it's going somewhere and finding some shit. Like, oh shit, y'all got that or so forth. And I just, I love that idea myself. So I hear you when you want to kind of just go stroll through and look through whatever's in their used section, their new section, or whatever, and see what you can find. Yeah, it's dope if you can find some shit that you really bang with from back in the day. Like I, I have, I have so many like singles, uh, you know, twelve inches over here that a shit I had CD singles for, and I was like, yo, it's just so. I know it's just kind of dope to have, to have it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I feel like um, my favorite thing I just came up on, I just went into the record exchange like on the, just going in there, and I found. Um, I found the album that has um Amy on it, um from the Pure Pure Gang. 
which I love that song a, a whole lot. I well, I like the first two um, tracks on there because back in the day, um, I think the first time I heard that song was um, on Freaks and Geeks, like the, the show. Yeah. And I'm like, oh man, that's a pretty awesome song. And um, yeah, I found that album. It's in real good condition. The cover's real nice on it. Um, but it, it, it's like finding stuff like that. Um, you know, the Batman soundtrack. I think the Batman soundtrack might be, as far as you stuff go, the most ever paid for album. How much? I paid twenty five dollars for it. Nice. As far as like you stuff, usually um like new stuff will cost I'll pay I'll pay I'll pay thirty for it. But then you'll pay, we you'll pay you'll pay the fair, as it yeah. were. Like we got an extra dope deal on that uh on that Travis Scott recently. Um <laughs> and, and it didn't last. if I was being a you know, not a not necessarily a dirt ball, but like I only I think I only told you about it. I might have tried to send it to Toffee, I think. But I only really told you about it because we could have we could have bled that to death because I was like, should I double back and get the other color? And when I went to uh, go back, it was like already you couldn't use the the Just coupon to get it only anymore. for five bucks. That's, wow, I I like that we uh, came up on a deal like that because it's just a dope. I came up on a deal tonight. Uh, I I'm on a, I was bust, bust, bullshitting around on Twitter as I was getting you know the show together, and uh. Wario 64 and cheap ass gamer had had a code up was like, hey man, you can get a free pizza from uh, Dom- oh, yeah, Domino's. From Domino's. Yeah. And uh that shit worked. It's pizza over there on my counter right now. <laughs> yeah, you um if anybody ain't down with it and or anybody um mess with Telegram, you gotta follow Mama Deals. Now if you're you saying to... that, and I, I wish I knew I don't know if I'm down with Telegram. I don't have a Telegram, so I don't know how that shit functions. I don't know who owns it or anything, you know. Yeah, I don't know who um, who d- does shit with it. All I know is that Mama deals is the lick because they they have stuff like that there all day long. Now, if you're trying to save money, don't do it. Don't do it. All you're gonna do is end up spending dough because they uh they, yeah because they have shit from all over like the gambit. Like they they have mistakes on Amazon all day. I remember one day. And I still regret this now. They had a glitch on K Jewelers for rings and jewelry and everything for like, um, like some shit that costs thousands of dollars for like a hundred, a hundred and five. And then like they'll go back in the group chat like, oh yeah, it shipped, and they'll show pictures of it. I was like, fuck, because most times like they they start saying like, hey, um. Make sure you put this on a different kind of card because uh, sometimes what they've been doing recently is charging you full price when you on the ship. So be be aware of that. But oh, though with those rings from um, it was either K's or one Rogers. That shit was legit, and people was actually getting shipped at that price. But, That's wild. Yeah, because most of the time. Like glitches that happen and they'll honor it. Sometimes glitches that happen that they'll make you pay. Sometimes they'll they'll uh, you can't cancel make it. Me do a goddamn thing. You can be like you can look. You gonna either get, not not make me pay or you going to uh, uh cancel the order. Yeah, because yeah, like not too long ago it was like some um, bike helmets, like with zero dollars, and then um, they canceled first. They was like, oh, we'll honor it. 
Then they sent a, uh, another message like, no, we're not going to, but we'll give you a discount on the site. Yeah. You're like, man, get out of here with that bullshit. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, mama deals. Like, um, if you don't feel like, um, you know, getting down with the um, Telegram, you can definitely hit up their, the Instagram, but the Instagram is just like some deals. The Telegram okay. has all the deals all day long. And they be just, I assume, just running all the time. Like, okay, man, it's, it's popping right now. You want to get down to down? Yeah. It's one of the weird things I have that, like, um, that alerts me. Like, I took my alerts off of almost everything. Like, I only get alerts for text messages and emails and mama deals. Just respect it. <laughs> oh, let me tell you something. Album covers after all these years. I don't, I don't, I do not. I'm trying to promise you, I do not go smoking weed. <laughs> I love rolling joints. And all I ever do is I roll myself here, Vanessa, and she'll get you either take it or she'll go give it to her sister. And mm. I love it. And I just rolled a J on Midnight Marauders and I love it. <laughs> yeah. My my uncle Gene was in the uh was in the Vietnam War and he had a cigarette machine. Which literally what I just used. <laughs> yeah. But uh, of course you could and, and it came out neat as hell. He was uh he was like, uh, you know, other people use it for other things, but I just use it for cigarettes. He was out. He was used to being out in the sticks all those years, making his own. Yeah, I, I remember when I was when I worked at CSU in the library. There was this dude there, and he was like, he was like his last semesters or whatever. He was super dope, and he used to roll his own smokes. Just had him, you know. It was he was just one of them too cool for school kind of dudes. Quite he was finishing up. He was finishing up school. And he used to, you know, keep the sack of tobacco and roll his own cigs. And I thought that was just so cool. And he could do, you know, by hand, you know what I'm saying? He could twist them shits. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm, 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 a, I'm a rolling machine kind of man. Most of that, I can look if I can even leave that in the show. But uh, we'll figure <laughs> out <it. laughs> what, what I need to hack out or I can leave in. But yeah, it's, man. It's legal. Still... We, we legal now, baby. Oh, it's in the notes. Worry not. We're going to discuss it here. So I guess we should probably get to a, an actual show, people. So let me pull up my, my, my notes over here. Linden Boulevard represent, represent. A Tribe Call Quest represent, represent. When the mic is in my hand, I'm never hesitant. My favorite jam back in the day was, was Eric B. for president. president. Rude Boy Composer, step to me, you're over. Brothers want to flex. You're, you're not, not mad, mad cobra. cobra. MC Short and Black, there ain't no other. Trini born lad like Nia Long's grandmother. grandmother. Tipping shot at all that. Fife dog ditto. Yo, honey, tell your man to chill or else you'll be you'll a be widow. A, you know. Did not you know that my style's a top dollar? The five foot assassin knocking fleas off his collar. Hip hop scholar. Since being knee high to a duck. The height of Muggsy Bowles. Complexion of a hockey puck. You better ask somebody how we how we flip the script. Come to a tribe show and watch, watch the three young... kids oh, rip. I would have got that wrong. <laughs> Queens is in the house. Represent, represent. A tribe called Quest. Represent, represent. Welcome to it. It's episode five seventeen. We ain't got nothing to do with the incident of the fortune telling machine. Okay. I'm your host, the Internet's Table Seven Thirteen. Join us all about best friends. It's the two one six is on Tatum. Hello, I'm here, and I'm glad to have you. And uh, it's apparently Shasta McNasty. If I if I look at the screen right now, that's the homeboy Lushbox two zero nine nine. The Creed reunion tour has been announced, and I'm fucking excited. Yeah. Creed, which one is Creed? 
I'm, I'm so upset that you even have to ask that question. It's Kratos Nickelback, and I don't know who is who. So which one is which? There are two. There are two with arms wide open. Can you take me higher? Down to one okay. last breath. Now do me a Nickelback once. Uh, how you remind me? Nope. Um, uh, th- look at this photograph. Yes. There you go. Thank you. See, there you go. You made it easy <laughs> on me. Thank you for, for acknowledging me as well as the listeners who probably didn't know that there was a difference between those two bands. <laughs> One is the greatest band of all time, and the other is the second greatest band of all time. Gonna gonna attach a name to either of those? No? No? No, it's gonna leave them blank? <laughs> I'm gonna leave it ambiguous. Ambiguous. <laughs> the, the, the ambiguous Canadian bands. Wait, wait, is Nickelback Nickelback's Canadian? Is Creed Canadian, Canadian too? No, I'm pretty sure they're American. Alright. The lead singer of Creed is like part Native American, I believe. Creed. I guess that could also be Canadian, but I'm pretty sure Creed is an American band. American rock band from Tallahassee, Florida. Mm. So, uh, we're like an American prominent band. in the post grunge movement of the late 90s and early 2000s, releasing three consecutive multi platinum albums in the album Human Clay and being certified, oh, with their album Human Clay being certified Diamond. Creed has sold over 28 million records in the U.S. and 53 million uh, albums worldwide and was the be- ninth best selling musical act of the 2000s. Mm. So, weren't they a religious band? I mean, the people attach that to them, but I don't know. Like, there, there was some religious like undertones and like some of the music videos and stuff, but I don't know mm. if they were like Christian rock necessarily. Hmm. I don't like, see anything in there in because the, oftentimes though, that that would definitely be in the wiki, and I don't see anything in their wiki stating anything about them having any kind of religious like DC talk. You know, Talk wild smokes. I ain't thought about that in forever. Nickelback on the other hand is a Canadian rock band. They formed a year later, 95, in Hannah, Alberta, the Texas of Canada. I want y'all to know that. It's composed of guitarist and lead vocalist Chad Kroger. Kroger? Kroger, I think, right? Right, okay. Rhythm guitarist, keyboardist, and backing vocalist Ryan Peake, bassist Mike Kroger, and drummer Daniel Adair. It went through several drummer changes through between 95 and 2005 reaching its current lineup when Adair replaced uh, Ryan Vickadol. Uh, I'm trying to see what kind of albums they got popping, what they, what they numbers look like. Here we go. Uh, the band signed with Roadrunner Records in 99 and reached a mainstream breakthrough in 2002 with the single How You Remind Me, which released, reached number one on the United States and, and Canada. Its parent album, Silver Side Up, would go on to be certified eight times platinum in Canada. Nickelback's fourth album, The Long Road, was released in 2003 and spawned five singles, including Canadian number one, Someday, which also reached seven on the Billboard Hot 100. In 2005, Someday, somehow, <laughs> gonna make it all right, but not right now. Mm. Yeah, I gotta tell you, uh, it would seem to me Creed really kind of skunk Nickelback uh, sales-wise. <laughs> <laughs> you say platinum or diamond about a lot of Nickelback, did you? Now, they did well in Canada. Like really well, apparently, but you know, they also had uh, the opening theme song to WWE Monday Night Raw for a couple of years at one point. Mm. Nice. Oh, there you uh, go, the, man. The uh, lead singer at one point was married to Avril Lavigne. Uh, yes, recall that. That uh, yes, Nickelback uh, yeah. or the other one? Oh, Creed. Nickelback. Nickelback. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Here we go. Hold on. Here we go. 
Nickelback is one of the most commercially successful Canadian rock bands, having sold more than 50 million albums worldwide. So, I mean, they're right there neck and neck with uh, with Creed. 50 million, 53 million, you know what I'm saying? But we're going to give it up to Creed, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, talent has his own. I mean, Creed is also responsible for one of the greatest uh, Super Bowl halftime shows of all time. Um, they're they're the, the subject matter of many great internet memes that have spawned recently. Mm. Like, Creed, Creed's just amazing. Good. There you go. They're just not, amazing. Not, not, Nothing yeah. else. Now you know how he, he kept it vague, but it wasn't really vague at all, was it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't want to let uh, my personal biases, you know, affect people's uh, comprehension of the, the information. Uh, hey, it, it, it is all to the good. Uh, regular show, you know what I'm saying? Got a couple news stories. Got some amateur uh, assholes in between that. Uh, 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 and and, uh, and Box will speak to the uh, congregation, and uh, and we'll get on out of here, man. It's breezy. It's it's just like the most simple of things. I hope you know that, and I hope you get down with the get down. I would like First you to know off, I only uh, preach to the choir. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, first up. From the Ohio Capitol Journal, Megan Henry on the byline, Ohioans vote to legalize recreational marijuana by passing Issue 2 law. The coalition to regulate marijuana like alcohol is behind Issue 2, which will go into effect 30 days after the election. Recreational marijuana will soon be legal in Ohio after voters pass Issue 2 on Tuesday. The Associated Press called the election on Issue 2 shortly after 9.30 p.m. Polls in Ohio close at 7.30 p.m. They'll let you know how, how strong the vote was for this. With nearly 99% of precincts reporting early Wednesday, the proposed law was passing with a 56.79% of the vote for 2.144 million voters out of nearly 3.8 who cast ballots in the race. The results will remain unofficial until provisional ballots are counted and official results are certified. This legalizes and regulates the cultivation, manufacturing, testing, and the sale of marijuana to Ohioans 21 and up. It also legalizes homegrown for Ohioans 21 and up with a limit of six plants per post per person and 12 plants per residence and imposes a 10% tax at the point of sale for each transaction. Marijuana is no longer a controversial issue, said Tom Haran, the spokesperson for the Coalition to Regulate Marijuana Like Alcohol. Ohioans spoke loud, he said. They spoke clear. They know that they want to be uh, they want a regulated adult (laughs) use market here in Ohio. They want to get rid of the illicit market. They want to bring the tax revenue back from us from the state of Michigan and to bring it in and admit and admit and invest the money right back into their local communities. The coalition, I'm not going to read his whole name again because Jesus Christ, why did they keep writing the whole thing out? Probably this is an article and they have to, but still is behind issue two will become law 30 days, which will become law 30 days after the election. Issue two is a citizen's initiative, meaning Ohio lawmakers can propose and pass modifications to the new law after the election. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine, who opposes legalized marijuana, does not have the authority to veto a proposal made law via the ballot, according to the Ohio Constitution. The passage of issue two, now is the time for the legislator to lead on how best to allocate tax revenues while responsibly regulating the industry. Ohio House Speaker John Stevens, our Republican Kitts Hill, said in a statement, investing in county jail construction and funding law enforcement training across Ohio should be our top priority to make our communities safer. Ohio Ohio Senate President Matt Hoffman, who has been an outspoken critic of issue two, the statute was written by the marijuana industry and should not be treated and should not be treated as a wait a minute. 
This statute was written by the marijuana industry and should not be treated as a cash grab for their cash crop at the expense of a state trying to emerge from the opioid epidemic. Hmm. Huffman said in a statement, the General Assembly may consider amending the statute to clarify the questionable language limit regarding limits of THC and tax rates, as well as other parts of the statute. Heron didn't seem concerned about state lawmakers making potential changes to issue two. This is a landslide victory, Heron said. I can't believe in 2023 we're actually talking about elected officials not respecting the will of the voters and not respecting the outcome of an election. Protect Ohio workers and families. The opposition to marijuana legalization spent the campaign saying issue two would be harmful to Ohioans. It's disappointing. It's a disappointing development, but nothing's over. The venue just shifts from campaign trail to the state house. Protect Ohio workers and family spokesperson Scott Milburn said in a statement. Protect Ohio workers and families predict Ohio would see an additional 48 fatal crashes and 2,298 more injury crashes if voters uh, approved issue two based on projections using the Ohio Department of Public Safety crash statistics and research from the Insurance Institute of Highway Safety. Heron, however, chalked up those claims to reefer madness scare tactics. Well done, sir. I don't even fuck Republicans, but you out here fighting to fight, aren't you? (laughs) Regulated markets are the best way to protect public health, Heron said. Ohio is the 24th state to legalize recreational use marijuana. Recreational marijuana remains illegal at the federal level and is a Schedule I drug under, under the Controlled Substance Act. More than half the United States population now lives in a jurisdiction where the possession and use of marijuana is legal, according to Normal, the National Organization for the Re- Reform of Marijuana Laws. Now, what would they do if and when this just becomes legal all over the place? Does Normal just kind of go away finally? They're like, we've done this is what we were here for, to do this. Or do they become like, I don't know, like, uh, uh, what do you, what are those guys, the people uh, in Washington do? They're the, 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 we trying to hustle up <laughs> politicians. Um, come like, I forgot you know, the name. Word. Yes. Yeah. One of those dudes. <laughs> what? Anyway, uh, issue two establishes the division of cannabis control within the Ohio Department of Commerce, which will regulate, investigate and penalize adult use cannabis operations, adult use testing laboratories and individuals required to be licensed. The Department of Commerce has nine months to finalize those rules and issue the first round of adult use licenses. Heron said he expects both the rulemaking process to be complete and the first round of adult license use license to be issued by August. The law requires the Division of Cannabis Control to enter into an agreement with the Department of Mental Health Addiction Services to establish programs for cannabis addiction services. Issue two creates five funds in the state treasury, the adult use tax fund, the cannabis society, social equity and jobs fund, the host community cannabis fund, the substance abuse and addiction fund, and the Division of Cannabis Control and Tax Commission Fund. A recent Ohio State University drug enforcement, well, we read that. We actually read that whole thing. So that, that particular drug was, and of course, this will be in your uh, your show notes. You don't need the rest of me reading you the rest of this. Trust it. Weed is legal, weed is legal in Ohio, 30 days from uh, the time, the, the, the 30 days from, I guess, the election, actually. And uh, great Christmas unless the, coming. unless the state legislator does something to mess that up, would be real dumb of them. Good to go. I'm saying, grow, start growing your plants and 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 puff puff give and and worry not. You're good to go. So that's what's going on there. This story is from the good people over at NBC. Marlene Lethang and Colin Sheely are on the byline. Trained student kicked out of lead role of a of high school production of Oklahoma over gender policy. 
Max, Hi- Max Hightower's father said that just two weeks after his son got the role, the principal notified them about a new policy under Ooh. which only males can play males. A transgender Texas student was kicked out of the lead role of his high school musical after his principal introduced a new gender casting policy. Max Hightower, a senior at Sherman High Sherman High School, learned just last month that he landed the starring male role in the school's production of Oklahoma. But the 17-year-old's excitement didn't last long. I'm not an activist. I'm not highly political. I have both liberal and conservative beliefs. I'm just a dad that wants to fight for his kid. Max's father, Philip Hightower, told NBC Dallas-Fort Worth. About two weeks after Max was cast, his family was notified by the the school's principal of a new policy about casting by gender. And Hightower, as well as other students, lost their roles in the production. And he said, we're instituting the new policy where only males can play males and only females can play females, Phillips said. Hightower's family said his identity has never been an issue before and that they intend to appeal the decision to the school board. The Sherman Independent School District said that the performance of Oklahoma will be under review and has been postponed to January 15th, 2024. The district said in a statement, there is no policy on how students are assigned roles. So the school district does not have a policy. As it relates to the particular production, the sex of the role as identified in the script will be used when casting because the nature of subject matter of productions vary. The district is not inclined to apply this criteria to all to all future productions, the statement said. But Philip Hightower said that's not the explanation about casting he received from the principal. It struck me as kind of odd because it's Oklahoma, he said. Maybe I saw the abridged version, but it's not like Rocky Horror Picture Show. The district explained that the production was under review because it contained mature adult themes, profane language and sexual content. This is the play called Oklahoma. I want you all to know that. Okay. Unfortunately, all aspects of the production need to be reviewed, including content, stage production, props and casting to ensure the production is appropriate for the high school stage, the statement said. Despite the drama over the high, high musical, Hightower said he's been stunned by the outpouring of love and support for Max. I'm not going to quit advocating for my son ever. Max has shown me what real strength is, Hightower said. How fucking dumb. <laughs> you just, when, you, when, you, when you see shit like this, you know what it is. It's just like these people have decided we're going to try our best who just fuck with trans people because this has nothing to do with anything. This is not a policy that existed until apparently two weeks ago when this, when this principal decided, nah, I don't like that. Yeah. Until the moment that person uh, went for that part. Yeah. Well, got that part. Got you know what I'm saying? Part, yeah. yeah. So this is basically just them. Like I'm going to fuck with trans people because I don't like it or for whatever reason. I don't know why reason, but that's some real bullshit. Do I not have Sean King blocked on Twitter? He should not be showing up in my feed. <laughs> Let's make sure that gets taken care of the right great, now. The great thief. Oh, this is a different Sean King. Okay. So, okay. You all right, man. <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here. Why would that motherfucker be in my, my city race? But yeah, uh, this is what it is to be a, a parent of a little queer kid in America. You got to constantly be fighting a good fight, trying to get them through the systems that they keep trying to put to block them and make sure their life is more, more difficult than it should be. And, uh, all we're going to do is keep fighting the fight, y'all. So fuck off. Those were your news stories for the week. And of course, pass the microphone over to my man. And yeah, I, story, no, I'm about to say story time on Lunchbox. Lord knows it is first up as always is Tatum. And what's the word? I thought we were supposed to have the happy uh, show, the happy segment right before mine. That happy news story. 
Sorry, what I did, I, 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 I considered the weed story happy and the other was sad. I should have flipped them when I, how I presented them to the class. You are correct. I did thought I did. I, I thought I did do a happy and a sad story, but you are correct. I should have I should have went in there with a little happier. But I am happy because, of course, people from all around the world are supporting this 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 trans boy, and and yes. his father is seeing he's, his father is seeing something that maybe he didn't know would exist for his kid before this. Yeah. So I'm gonna take the positive out of all this. <laughs> and we gonna we gonna we gonna keep uh we gonna keep it keeping on, man. But yeah. uh, what's the word, man? Well, um, we had a couple. We're, we're having a couple milestones in um in Castle Grayskull here. Um, one, it's the sorceress, you boob. But yes, yeah. <laughs> once one, I kind of realized it, but I didn't realize how how far along it was. And the other one. Uh, uh, we figured out a couple weeks ago when it was time to order um winter boots. Um, so I'll start off with the with the less happy one. So not not really less happy because my, my my oldest son is is getting older and bigger, and he has reached a milestone of not wearing a size three no more. He is in a three and a half. Now three and a half is technically technically adult shoes now, so no oh, more kids shoes. Yeah, like um, it's they call it grade school, but in many brands, they, it's just adult. So, like it's especially with his shoe size, it is is always hit or miss. You'll be looking, and they don't have that size, or um, so. It's going to be difficult to find him shoes. He has to tie his shoes, which he's not really happy about. Um, and it's, I don't think, um, I didn't think it was going to come this soon. I thought I had at least a, no, a year and a half or something like that. But it's a, it's the end of a, of an era for him. Like, um, he's getting into shoes a little bit, but he don't, they don't care. Like, um, they get excited when they get new shoes or if I talk about, oh, well, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to get you something and they're like, oh, okay, all right. But, um, yeah, it's, it's bittersweet. He's not a little kid no more. He's way past my navel. So, um, <laughs> you know, is that the, is that the measure? Yeah. He's past my, well, he was way past it. Like he's like up to my titty meets now. So, um, <laughs> He's um he's getting big and you know I don't know it was funny like they were off for for voting day on Tuesday which means um uh, we were splitting time between them being upstairs and downstairs and um they they gave them well you got to do this whole packet of work during this day and my oldest son was like man this is some bullshit like this is harder than regular one that. huh. That is some bullshit. I'm glad. I'm glad you recognize that. That is some bullshit. Like I have to do this whole pack. This is more than we do in a, day, a whole day in school. And I'm like, all right, but you got to get it done. And I was like, well, I'll help you with your other pack, and um, well, you'll get it all done. You won't have no work to do for the rest of the week. So we did that. And like I said, I've been cleaning cleaning up the basement down here. So I moved. Um, I had visions of like. This whole area, like my, this is where I, where I am right now is my work area. I got my TV right here. Like I got my laptop and my, my work stuff and, um, like and my PlayStation 5. So sometimes I'll play PlayStation and this is my little area. 
But um, the boys got like tons of toys over here. Um, yeah. You know, and um, so I had moved my record player from the other side of the basement, which I was going to have that be the uh, like a, a, a lounge area for me. But I'm like, no. Speak of the devil, he shall appear. You never, you never my yeah. Anthony, you you can come here for a second. Okay. I'll give you some uh some of my water. I'm not going I can't go upstairs right now. Hey, go get your cup. And then come back downstairs. Alright, so I moved my albums down like, over like over to this side of the basement and while we were finishing up his, his last bit of homework. We played some albums. Um, I'm trying to see what's um. I talked about playing Amy. He he liked that. He actually liked that song. Um, and he wanted me to play some Michael Jackson. I'm like, I have two Michael Jackson albums. That's it. I got Ben, and I got Thriller. So you're gonna have to listen to Thriller. You want to tear up listening to Ben? No, I don't think I would get what's that. Is, ain't ain't, uh, ain't uh, this the the People make the world go round on that album. I don't know. Hey, on Ben, um, go over to um to those albums over there. Turn on the light and look on the uh, on the shelf on uh, on the metal shelf and look for the Michael Jackson Ben album. It's gonna be to your left hand side. Yeah, Anthony came downstairs right now. Um, he is itching for um not to go to sleep tonight. Ah, see this that this. I know we just we were discussing him, him being at you know you know not being a look here no more, but this is that age where they become useful. Yeah, he's very useful. Like um, the yeah, other, the other day um, we well we had um, some work done in my bathroom, so they went into the wall of the other bathroom um, to fix it. Oh, which side is it? It's on that side, right? Where you um, on your left hand side? This one? No, that's your right hand, man. That one. So, um, I, I fixed a hole in the wall. I put some. I passed the, the the drywall up, and I got some more work to do. But it, it's halfway done. Um, and he was. I'm like, hey, he was Johnny on the spot. He got me what I needed. He knows where all the tools are for the most part. Like so, yeah. He they're being being pretty useful. And um, so the second milestone was my youngest son. He had his bottom teeth loose and lost them, but now he he's on the verge of losing losing his uh, his front teeth. Hmm. So for the long, for a couple of weeks now, he's been picking at his food and not chewing it. I'm like, why are you doing that? And then, uh, um, I it didn't dawn on me. I've been wondering when it was going, when it was going to happen, but it didn't dawn on me that he was doing that because he can't chew right now. He's uh-huh. afraid of losing the tooth. And I'm like, I asked him, I was like, is that too loose? He's like, no, it's not loose. And then, like, um, you know, bath time was tonight. I'm like, man, that tooth is loose. I know it is. And I was like, he's like, oh, yeah, it's loose. I just didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to, I didn't want to alarm you, he says. I didn't want to alarm you that my tooth was loose. <laughs> I love that turn of phrase. Yeah, so, <laughs> um, yeah, so he's about to, you know, we're about to have to uh, yell at the tooth fairy and see how she gonna, uh, he gonna hook him up with stuff and 
you know, once you lose the, the two front teeth, that's a that, that's when it's just all I'm getting old. These little dudes already got mustaches. I'm like, like, <laughs> I, I okay, Anthony, don't worry about it. When when Uncle Lunch start talking, I'll look for it. So, so Anthony, do you want to talk a little bit? Yes. What do you want to say? Hold on for a second. This is um. Junior goes second. Hold on for a second. Here, here you go. Sit down. Hurry up. You go say say hello first of all. Hello. What's up, kiddo? I'm doing good. How about you? Good, good. How how, how was your day today? Good. What'd you learn today? Uh, I don't know. You don't know what you learned today? Did you do talk anything about, fun in uh, school? What, yes. What you love so much? And talk about finesse. What what what'd you do? What'd you do at school today? It was kind of fun. Uh, I watched I watched half of Big Hero Six. Okay. A, uh, a classic movie. Oh, I kind of dig that. In uh, in Steam. Okay. I'm in third grade. Oh, I'm aware, sir. I keep track of where you where you walk this walk at. Anything uh, else? Have you seen Have you seen the Five Nights at Freddy's movie? No, I have not. But my my, my 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 oldest kid, uh, Xander, saw it twice. He went to the theater to see it twice. Wow. He said the same time he fell asleep, though. I saw it. So, what'd you think? It was very mixed up in the games. It was very mixed yeah. up. So he was telling me that if you know the games well, mm -hmm. the, the movie was much more entertaining. Like if you don't know if you don't know the games, it's kind of like, eh, who cares? But if you really know the games, you can really get a lot out of the movie. Apparently, what do you think? Yeah. Like, do you know those games really well? Yes. I know. Yeah, I, I have, know. I have all of them on on my computer. I don't play them, but my kids used to play them. So I have all I have all of them. Like just just sitting on my. Um, um, I got them all from Steam over the years. They used to be kind of cheap. So they used to be like two or three, four bucks, something like that. So my kids would always ask me for them. So we got we got all of those on my PC. I know. I know about all. Uh, there's either six or seven since yeah. FNAF Ruin came out. Here. Let me uh let me uh click open my Steam and I'll read you what I have. You can tell me which one I'm missing, okay? Mm-hmm. All right, give me a second. Let that fire up because Steam is gonna take a hot second to open. All right, here we go. Steam actually opened a little quicker than I thought. All right, let me go look in my little game library. All right, let's take a look at my Five Nights at Freddy's. I have Five Nights at Freddy's. Five, actually, I'm doing. I'm, I can already see what I'm kind of missing. I'm missing definitely missing two. But I have Five Nights at Freddy's, Five Nights at Freddy's three, Five Nights at Freddy's four. Five Nights at Freddy's Sister Location. I don't know what that one is. So what am I missing? I'm missing two. Oh, uh, and Freddy Fazbear's Pizzeria Simulator. Uh, you're missing FNAF Security Beach and FNAF Security Beach Ruin. If, if you have FNAF Security <laughs> Beach, uh, you get FNAF Security Beach Ruin for free. Okay. Very good. Then I know what I need to get, and uh, I, I will look into that. Thank you for that. Yeah. So, you know, I dig it, man. I I I love it. You I love that you're a gamer. It makes me very proud as your uncle. I get to be very proud of you that you that you like playing video games. Me and your dad talk about video games all the time. 
it's one of our most favorite topics to talk about. So I like that you like video games. So that means one day me and you will talk more about video games like we are right now, in fact. So dig it. <laughs> you know, baby boy. All right. You good? You got your water? We found the record. <laughs> all right. Go your butt to bed. I love you with all that I am. Give your daddy a hug. So, uh, say good night, buddy. Good night. No. I, I trust it. You good. We good. <laughs> I got it. Don't worry about it. You got it? Watch your feet. You can um, hand me that Ben album. It's right there, Spud. Right there in, the, in, in, in Emory's chair. Is your mom on? I don't know. Okay. All right. I love that response. I don't know. <laughs> Nigga, she could be. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this does have people make the world go round on it. I, I, I thought as much. So, you know, that's a pretty dope song. I'm saying you're going to bump something for the kids. You can play that. Uh, yeah, maybe tomorrow. That, 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 that's what makes the world go round. The up and down of carousels. Which, of course, goes to, uh, it's a, it's a Naughty by Nature song that sampled it. And, of course, it's a Dub C song that sampled it. Which of course leads to bakers make the world go round because you know gangs make the world go round. <laughs> Actually, it wasn't Dubsy. That is a Westside West Connection, Connection song. Yeah. So it's like if you if you go to my little samples playlist on my uh, in my Spotify, I have uh, okay, people make the world go round, but also I have the the Naughty by Nature song, and I have uh, gangs make the world go round. Who? What is that naughty song? Let me see if I can find you that right quick. All right. While you look that up, playlist. I'll finish the the um the story about Emma. So. Um. Yeah, mo- mostly. Um, like he he's about to lose his front teeth. Like, um, I can't believe. Like, I I kind of I'm kind of feeling like we should have had another one before now. Not like we have <laughs> one now, but like, you know, Emery's my the last child I'll probably ever have, and yeah. like that shit is going by super fast. But um, I mean. You you would have made another one. That don't make it. I don't mean that. That don't make these other two any slower. So, uh, yeah, but it's still like um, I don't know. I mean, I'm I know we could adopt a lot of that stuff, um, but they, they, they they're to they're at the end like, man, we should have another kid around here. I'm like, man, let me finish wiping y'all butts first before we start moving on to other kids. <laughs> but I mean, I, I guess we didn't really do that with Anthony. But yeah, it's um, they're at a, like a real good age where it's like they still need you, but then they don't. I yeah. mean, that like um, uh, I still got to pick them up and take them to school and stuff, um, and make them breakfast. Yeah. And, yes, buddy. You told me that that Anthony said I was wrong. Only for <laughs> two more days. Okay. And one and one have two. Yeah, it, it, it that picked up on Mike, buddy. <laughs> All right. Good night. You said he was wrong. You got to think about it. Oh, I heard him. I, heard him. I, 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 I love it. I love him for it, man. <laughs> it, it, what's crazy is like, I don't know. They've never even played. They they watch, They only watch YouTube videos on it. They, if they played, it's probably at school. I wonder yeah. should I just, is it? I, I wonder if I should just buy him the game. I mean, so let me just, well, here, you know what? We'll just pull it up real quick. I, I feel like them bitches is rated M. Okay. And I don't, I mean, like, Freddy. 
I watched the movie the other day. I it was okay. As someone who's never played the games, I was entertained by it to a degree. I tried to watch it. I'm like, man, why is it taking so long for these fucking monsters to come out? <laughs> so 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 I was I was telling I was telling Spud, but uh, Xander told me that, and and actually, uh, Delvin and his kid uh, reviewed the the reviewed the the movie on the on the their D and D podcast. Okay, and uh, he they they both said if you know the game, it's a lot of fun to be had watching the movie, but if you don't, it's just. <laughs> The first like forty five minutes of the movie was real slow. Yes, and that's when I tapped out. Lunch, I was just like, "If you I, can make it through that, then it's like it's okay." It seems like Five Nights at Freddy's is rated T for teen. Okay, and uh, there's a, a version on the Switch. Yes, I, I seen that the other day. And I, and uh, it said it's like eight bucks, so that's not that's not too terrible. And I don't know, uh, like like I was like I was just talking to Spud. It's like it's multiple games in the, in the you know the whole universe. Five Nights Universe. Let me see if I can click on this. They got a wiki for this shit. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, and it's on everything. It's on PlayStation Four, Five, Xbox, all that. So I didn't I didn't even know that shit. I probably so, get, uh, get it for Switch. Give, but I don't um I don't know. It's um. I still got the, the stuff on the list. Um, I want to get them for, for Christmas. Like as far as like video games go, I still want to get. Um, they keep on asking about the Yoshi game and um, get the yeah. new Mario. Man, do I got that Yoshi game on the shelf? I'm gonna have to. Check, I'm gonna check the shelf see if I got that Yoshi game. So I'll let you know. Okay. Wait a minute, maybe. <laughs> but yeah, we're Emery will get a visit from the two fairy soon. Like usually yeah. we um we do like a new toothbrush, a book, um, a gift card or money. So I I very much love building new traditions and that's dope to me. You know what I'm saying? That you that you that you have you have um, whipped up something for the for the kiddos. And I dig that, man. Yeah, the toothbrush is definitely like something that we all we always try to do. Um yeah. and like the other day. Um, I asked them what they wanted to put on the um, the Thanksgiving menu this year, so hopefully that can be something um, we carry through. Of course, you trying anything out of the out of the 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 norm of this go around. Right, so far, menu in my head: macaroni and cheese, always, always. gonna be a thing. Excuse yeah. me, yams always gonna be a thing. Can I get to them? Um, dressing. It's always going to be a thing. Probably not as yeah. much. Not like a big batch. That, that I have been better about trying to get just basically trying to basically use a little square pan. Yeah. As yeah. opposed to the rectangle, you know. Uh, see, that's the thing, though. The macaroni and cheese can be a rectangle and it's going to go be. down. Um, yeah, the, yeah. the dressing can be small. I was thinking um, about doing just the breast because when I was at the store the other day, them breasts were fun. They were, they, they were, um, Dixie Wild bubble fat. size. They were they was real yeah. big breasts. <laughs> I've done breasts for the last three years. Xander don't eat turkey. Vanessa pretty much don't eat turkey. So it's just me and Lee, and we just rec- we just go through. It's easier to do all the work that you got to do to it too. It cooks up faster. Yeah, but I highly recommend the spash, breasts. I, I'm telling you, I spash cocked uh, my turkey last year yeah. like that, and not only spash cocking doesn't take long at all, but I got a turkey fryer. 
Like I got nice. an indoor fryer and this is like, it's just an hour. And every, and then not only do you only have that hour, you got an hour that's not in your stove. True. And you're saying, therefore your stove got space to do other things. Yeah. So it's, uh, fry, oh, man. Like, oh, the fried turkey breast might be the hit though, man. I mean, I can, if, if I don't, if you wouldn't have to buy one, I'll let you borrow. Cause I was thinking this year, um, we didn't get to the turkey yet. I was going to put it on the grill. I was going, okay. I was thinking of doing, and this might be too much. First doing a wet brine for a day or two, then doing a dry brine afterwards. So it stays wet inside, but then your skin is, um, stays crispy because, you know, uh, did the brine, yeah. dry, the, the dry brine on the, on the outside. You sent me that mayo uh, situation the other day, and I yes. was like, okay, that might be the move. I, I knew, like, sending that uh, after you and CT was the only people, I, like, it's it's funny the different things I send to different groups. Like yeah. um um since uh Josh got a restaurant was she always been into it, but she she'll send it to her uh her sister in law, like different recipes and stuff like that. And uh, my other friend, um uh, I got a, a couple people who are like in 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 the restaurant biz now. But um uh, like the different groups to send things to. Like mm-hmm. I would like to try that mayonnaise one, but I think I'll try that on a chicken first before I do the turkey. Oh, yeah, for sure. That that makes perfect sense. Don't be going experimenting. Yeah, you can't do it. <laughs> so the other thing Mo asked me to do is he wants a strawberry cake. Um, for uh, of what? Ew, explain that. That's the thing, though. Um, um, that's the thing, though. We we I told him I'm like, hey, let's look up strawberry cake on the internet. And then we'll go from there. We'll, we'll, I say, we'll look it up on the uh, computer upstairs and we'll pick out a recipe. So yeah, we'll, we, we'll look it up on the internet. We'll try to find like a, a cake recipe because like, um, I do, do you want to go bump cake? Do you want to go like a, a strawberry cheesecake? Do you want to do yeah. it? So we'll talk it over and get it figured out. But that's the, and making a strawberry cake is pretty easy. Um, I was going to ask you, do you do, do you do you do a lot of scratch cakes? I know you make a pound cake, but you know, you know, other cakes. You make you I, make it a I lot do, of cakes from scratch. I do like a little. I do it a little bit. Like um, most of the time, like I like to try stuff from scratch. But sometimes, like like um, certain shit is just like a box, a box to do the thing. You don't really have to like most um, commercial breakers um, use. Um, Box cake, they just tweak it. Yeah, you, they put milk instead of water. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Use a little more, use like an extra egg yolk here and there. You know what I'm saying? Kind of, you know, whatever. Yeah. Butter yeah. instead of oil. Yeah, like. And I've been doing butter instead of oil forever. I don't, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm a, like, I learned from, I think it's Rick Martinez from. um from, Used to be a Bon Appetit, yeah. but at like uh, 52, I think, is what he does food work for now? Yeah, he, he said... Just, uh, he a gun for hire. He do food work everywhere at this point. Yeah, he said, no matter no matter what you're baking, always add oil to it. If you want it to have... Um, he said that the softness comes from the oil. Like the butter to give it the richness in some oil, but you have to put a little bit of cooking oil in it. Probably helps open up the structure and yes. so forth. That's probably a good call. Okay. Thanks, Rick Martinez and Anthony. <laughs> Via Anthony. Care, care of. For giving me that advice. But, um... Yeah. <laughs> so yeah and i think um my partner i don't she just said like she said yams and 
Like she said, she wanted me to make her pot roast, which I don't know if I'm gonna do it, but I might. Because I was actually thinking about like being nice to them and getting a ham. Because like, um, we don't we don't eat a whole lot of pork in this house, but um, I think if I got a, if I did a roast, yes, she'll like it, and yes, Spud might like it. But Emery's like, what is this bullshit right here? It's got little <laughs> green stuff in it. It's got little red stuff in it. Some orange shit in it too. Uh, but mm. if I did a ham, he'll just be like, he'll definitely probably want to try to eat it and probably like it. But uh, man, so like, like I like I told you uh, on uh, on KP, the how peach and and mango have uh, a hint of cat pee in there yes. in there in their nose for me. Ham and bacon both smell like literally food. smell like pig shit, and I hate it. And I hate that's how my nose picks up on it, but it's like literally like this smell like, like uh, like you know when slopping hogs, yeah, which is something your boy has done. I think you done it too. We both done. They've been down south, done yeah. had to go feed some pigs. <laughs> yeah, like going in um in the tower in the morning used to be hell. It stunk so bad to me. Never smell good. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah, that Thanksgiving. Family shit. That's the, that's just been on the docket a lot lately. Like it's it's that time of year where where you know by design you're going to be spending more time in the house, more time with your family. Yeah. We um. Vanessa, when, when she saw it, was like, "We got to make that." So maybe I throw I throw a caveat on that. I'm gonna try my hand at a pativier, having saw it on Bake Off. Okay. And uh, we'll see if I can uh, pull that off. I and, mean, uh, I, if I can't, I'll let you know. <laughs> I was thinking about doing it like, because I, I think Taylor Joe's has some puff pastry. Like uh, just doing it on a puff pastry. Um, and I don't know. You Plus, know, they put the recipes up every week on Bake Off. So I can, you can always just go straight to, the, to their website and snag it. I was just thinking that's gonna be good as fuck open face. Like a um like a savory pie instead of like putting uh, the dome on it. But yeah, yeah. Lots to think about. Yeah, that's that's a maybe on my situation, you know what I'm saying? Standard as is, is what it is, man. You know what I'm saying? Same thing you said, the, the macaroni cheese, dressing, uh creamy casserole is a thing in this house. Uh, that is what it is to love a white woman. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Rolls, dressing. I think I said dressing. Some yams, sweet potatoes, whatever you want to call it. Well, two different things actually. So whatever, whatever. Turkey breast, uh, aligo, and I think that's it in in the natural order of things. You know what I'm saying? But then, of course, it's funny that you guys are talking about Thanksgiving. Because I, I talked to my dad a little bit today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, he told me, so the last couple of years, the oven at my parents' house hasn't worked. Like, they've been using, like, offshoot, like, like air fryer, uh, toaster oven, and things like that. Yeah, yeah, that kind of, those kind of offshoot kitchen appliances as a substitute for that. And so I'm on the phone with him today because I, I called, I texted him about, like, the insurance stuff with my with my claims. And uh, he called me, and he told me that 
they were going to install a, a different in-unit stove that they got from the family friend who was like doing a remodel. So like they got rid of their unit and gave it to my parents. And when they went to go like work to hook it up, they realized that the reason the oven wasn't working for the last like three years was because when my dad did maintenance on it a couple years ago, he forgot to turn the gas line back on. Oh, wow. Sweet, sweet baby Jesus. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) He's just like, oh, yeah, okay. (laughs) Yeah, so he tells me this, and he goes, well, I turned the gas line back on, and the stove works again. He goes, so we're probably going to do Thanksgiving here at the house this year. (laughs) I went, oh, okay. (laughs) <laughs> so what's he going to do with the other uh, one he just got? I don't know. That we didn't really get that much further down the, that that part of the conversation. That because he was having issues with his phone. Okay, like I my dad has like multiple phones, so like his normal phone was acting up, and for whatever reason, it wasn't receiving text messages and it wasn't able to call. So he called me from his other phone, which I have in my phone as dad's drug phone. <laughs> like it's his burner. It's his five dollar burner that he says only like it can only like call it only has three G capability. That's how bad of a phone it is. So like he was trying to talk to me and it, and he kept cutting in and out. So the conversation got cut kind of short. Yeah. Uh, well, you know that that dude last week we talked about on uh on the on the show. You know what I'm saying? He would he would have been worried about your father having a, a second phone. So you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh well good good i'm saying that, that that means you don't gotta do nothing right you just come through you arrive you gotta bring something you gotta bring a dish i don't know the rules i, mean, I, ne- I never do anything anyway so <laughs> hey, you should the location the didn't matter surprise the hell out of them and bring them a damn surprise boom bop. I, I could bring store-bought cookies okay yes you could <laughs> yeah. can big a box That's probably what I'll do. That or I'll bring like a twenty-four pack of Lacroix. That's uh, even dope. Uh, you you bring them the, the blessed water. <laughs> well, I mean, they. Let's be honest. It'd probably be more for me because they they keep that drug mart spring water on deck. Uh, and and you to run around my spring water. I <laughs> I read the bottle when I when I got a couple a bottle from them a couple weeks ago. It's Michigan tap water. It literally on the on the label says it's like from a a tap in Michigan, like a company. The 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 dope thing about like going to other people's place when you like you're have to bring something. Well, bring us something for yourself is yes, you'll now have something to eat or drink at that function because it's been many times. It was like I think this summer. Um, for my partners, her her nephew was like going off to the Marines, and like they had burgers and hot dogs, and the other shit was already all gone. So I was like, I'm going to the store, and I got some giant eagle chicken, <laughs> and it was something <laughs> I could eat, and it was good. It was it was decent, and other people seemed to like it too. Talk about the fried chicken. Oh yeah, the fried chicken. Yes. Um, we had that a couple months ago. This um, went to like a, I think it's for Father's Day. We did like a little picnic as a family, mm-hmm. and we bought giant eagle fried chicken. Man, we used to have a giant eagle around the corner from me that closed, like right before COVID hit. 
And it was this old lady who um, used to have lines around the corner for her John Eagle chicken <clears throat> because it was, she made that shit perfect every time. And then, like, once our giant eagle closed, we would go to other giant, uh, giant eagles, and it was just not the same. I mean, she used to put her foot in that fire, boy. You're saying it's like a Dallas Chipotle? <laughs> full of spice and love? Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, it, it was funny. Like, uh, nothing to, like, Chipotle only hit when the chicken burned. Not only hit. It mostly hits when the chicken burned. Uh, and it, so I have uh, attempted on multiple occasions in here in the year of our Lord 2023 to eat some chipotle. Mm-hmm. I tried a uh, Keith Lee, Keith Lee and uh, Alexis's uh, you know special little quesadilla situation. Mm-hmm. Fine. Uh, I tried they they new chicken when they had that new chicken. Yeah, that's too awesome. Great. Just fine. Uh, I've also I've tried whipping up my own type of burrito. Like all right, let me see if I can, what I can mix. We put the you put the hot sauce. Let me get some of the salsa. Maybe get inside of this queso, so and so on. And again, fine. None of it is it makes me excited to eat Chipotle. So I do not have Chipotle regularly. But that's a but that's I have Chipotle multiple times in any given week. Get her a little veggie burrito, and she's happy as a clam. It it just don't speak to your boy. And it's not like at this point you can't even say I, it's not like I hadn't tried it because I have tried it. It just don't be hitting, man. Yeah, I, I miss that like. Uh, Qdobas aren't readily around. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I'm i not going to act like I don't fuck with Chipotle, but I don't mess with it as much because the price is going up, the quality has it going down. That's just pretty much across the board to me. But, and like every time I go, the one thing I, I do love from Chipotle, they rarely have it. And they're supposed to, and that means that they just be fucking up. They never have crispy tacos there. <laughs> like they're like they'll they'll look at me funny. You're like we got the soft ones. I'm like I don't want the fucking soft ones. <laughs> uh, but keep that soft shit to yourself. Yeah, keep it, keep it. I mean, I gotta be in a Bruh, special mood for it. That is a uh, when next we go to on a road trip. I just I figure I just figure it's gonna be Pittsburgh because we be talking about all kind of shit around there. Plus it's got everything we fuck with. And Udoba and Zanku, right? Yeah, Zanku. No, it's a uh, halal guys. Yeah, halal guys. And we tried yeah, to yeah. go to the halal guys last time we were in Pittsburgh because we went to uh, Kennywood, and it's on the college campus, and it closed early. Oh shit! I think it's on. Well. Um, yeah, it's on. It's on. It's, it's but like. Right where that area is, everything is there. So if we were if we were, were to go there early, we would just be uh we we would be good because it's like okay. uh that's where Permanthe Brothers is over there. It's like everything like in that little section is where Halal Guys is, and not to mention like tons of other stuff that we could just probably like you know park the car and just go walk around there. Well, the Qdoba on the south side got a got a little got like basically it's it's a parking lot a parking uh literally a parking city parking lot right there. Mm-hmm. Park that bitch, walk over, go get some Qdoba. You walk around the south side, kick it. It's a good time to be had. <laughs> I, I Pittsburgh, a lovely city to visit, and uh, I don't really hate their football team like I should. I do despise when they win, so I guess I do hate them sort of, <laughs> but uh, but I like their coach so. 
but that's just me being a black man supporting black. I'm always trying to see black people win, so that's just what it is. But um, I like Pittsburgh. I like kicking in Pittsburgh. I'm not saying it ain't no Boston, nothing like that. There, it ain't Chicago, it ain't Detroit. But I, it's it's it it has what it has. What and what I enjoy, I enjoy kicking it there. So it has enough uh, chill vibes that I, I I fuck with. Plus, I've been to see, I've been, I've seen Aesop there like twice and so forth. So I just I fuck with a. Uh, I fuck with Pittsburgh for for that reasons for those reasons I guess so I mean I like anywhere that's still got a target like you can count me in if we can fuck fuck, fuck with a target real quick I mean I don't I don't think um like these last couple of years like doing traveling with with you guys and with the families like going places is nice like that's why I I, I kind of um hate how. People are trying to say us Americans are, um, you know, are not well traveled. But like, you guys don't realize how big America is, how big our stakes yeah. are. Like, um, the fact that, like, you know, it's different vibes all around. Like, it's kind of like how when you are in Europe, you go, you can go here, here, and here. I mean, it's the same thing here, but it's just different states here. Yeah. Anything else? We kind of just went all over the place on that mission, didn't we? Nah. You know what? That's what happens when uh, when I miss a week. I know. Um, <laughs> we usually sometimes we just get a little chatty when we haven't talked to each other in a while. That's exactly the case. So I I, I, I dig it, and 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 plus I just don't I enjoy it. So that's what it is. Box me, you want to jump back in here, man? Storytime lunchbox, I mean, you kind of already in here. You know what I'm saying? We chatting, we going. Your toes already in the water. Might as well do backstroke. <laughs> I was just trying to see if it was good pee in water. <laughs> uh, so I had this thought the other day, and it was because I started playing that Monopoly Go game that Anthony's <laughs> always talking about. Same. And so... All right, let me get into the thought here in a, in a minute. Man, I have gotten into some angry personal beefs on that game already with a couple <laughs> people were like I just like I'll, I'll like wake up and like the what like I just started playing. I was like maybe like 2 days in and I woke up and my like one of my best friends had just like smashed the fuck out of my shit while I was asleep like <laughs> repeatedly. And, like, at that point, I didn't even know that you could, like, pick who you fucking target. Because, <laughs> I, like, I didn't know how the game functioned. I thought it just the game gave you a target and you hit them because they kept changing every time I would land on that option. Yeah. And so when, when I woke up and I saw that you could, like, switch opponent and pick. Yeah, I, have, I was I like, oh, this motherfucker. All the time so you don't uh, you don't get the, um, the wrath. Because, like, I'll wake up and I'm like, Daniel has hit all three of your things. I'm like, you don't know he can switch it? But I was like, I'm going to give him, I'll give him some time. See, I didn't know at first. Then, when I did find out, I, I stopped like, it, if it gave me someone to hit, I hit him one time, and then I would try to like leave him alone after that. But then the people who would hit me multiple times without me hitting them, I would rain fucking fury down on them to where like, like you remember like when I first joined the company and there was that lady 
who sat in the corner and she would always fall asleep. She was my my buddy's aunt. No, I can say but... the name. I, I can say the name if if you want to ching ching it. All right, so this is getting a beep right here. T. What's this person's name? Yes. Well, anyway, like I've been Facebook friends with her for years because you know I played basketball with her nephew. Okay. And um, he like hit my shit a bunch, and like I was like, "Fuck it, I'd rather let this fly." So I spent like just multiple fucking shutdowns just whacking her shit. Like she had no shields. <laughs> And I just fucking went to town. And then she got on and she tried to hit me, but because I was I had so many spins, I just kept getting the shields back. Yeah. And then she finally like ran out of attacks, but I still had rolls. So I was just still fucking molly whopping her shit. So she must have bought rolls because then after like twenty minutes, she came back and was trying to hit me again, but I still had rolls because I had gotten a bunch from the uh this like mini game they had where we were partnering up building cars. So I had almost two thousand rolls. Okay, clearly I do not know how to play this game. I'll be thinking I know how to play this game, but clearly I do not play this game. Things like if I hit one of your buildings right, it'll be a ghost mm-hmm. and a shield. That's uh, just the so that that's just the icon I have. I unlocked that during one of like the little mini events. Okay, so, so I, it, I have I have not it, done that. That like that that mini event ended, so like you can't get that shield anymore. It's just like a skin, like okay. it doesn't do anything. Like everyone, like a lot of people have different looking shields on there. Okay. I've seen ones that are like metal with like the the money bags logo guy on it. I've seen wooden ones. I've seen the ghost one. I've seen I saw like a neon colored sign looking one today. It's just, it, you unlock them like sometimes as rewards for certain things. And um, like just like like the the token pieces like unlock sometimes for certain shit, it, it's the same thing with the shields. Huh. Yeah, but, I'm, yeah, I'm so, like, am I doing this wrong? <laughs> yeah, like it, I I've only unlocked that ghost one, and so I've like the one you start with. It's like the generic brown one. That's what and I. And I have the ghost one. That's all I have so far. But I mean, I've only been playing the game for like two weeks, so. But um, I I I'm at the point where like I've now gone to like Reddit to like the monopoly go reddit for like tips i find links in there for free rolls uh my one like buddy is like twice as high up as anthony is and so he was sending me like his uh duplicate stamp cards and shit for like trying to complete sets and um so like yeah i like i've it's gotten to the point where like i play that game all the fucking time but um i was playing it and I started having this thought about, like, life philosophy because, like, I never gave a shit about free parking when I was younger, right? Like, the the space on the board, it was always just whatever. It was always, like, the dream was park place and boardwalk. Like, you know, you wanted to be a baller. But, like, now that I'm older and I've lived life and I've, like, I've done some things and, you know, I just fucking appreciate free parking. (laughs) Like, I just can't imagine how fucking nice it would be to just be able to like plop your car somewhere. Like I, I can, I could give you this full example right here. Last Friday, I went to a comedy show at the Agora in downtown Cleveland. We didn't have a parking pass to like, like park it behind the arena or the, the venue or whatever. And honestly, like the, between the three people in my car, me and my two buddies, 
none of us had cash to pay for the parking attendant. Like, so I ended up just finding a spot on the street to park for free right behind. Like, there's literally the parking lot behind the venue that's like fenced off. Mm-hmm. I parked right in front of the entrance to the fucking parking lot on the street for free. 20 bucks to park five feet to the right behind the chain link or park on, like right there for free. That that's like what really helps solidify this thought in my head was just fuck man. Like that feeling of just being able to put my car here, not have to give anyone for it. I'm just, I'm free. I'm Zen. Like as long as no one comes around and busts my windows out, this is just a beautiful gift from the universe. That's free parking. Park place, boardwalk shit. That's fucking responsibility. That's flash. That's show. That's that's stress. Free parking. That's just fucking living life. L I V I N. I dig it. I I love the lessons from Monopoly. I'll type it down. I don't know if it's gonna be a title. It might be uh, your alt title. <laughs> I swear, um, I was approached on this exact same subject from the lady that's upstairs eating eating dinner right now. How so? This exact premise on comparing Monopoly to life. This exact thing that you just oh. said. She was like, yeah. "Oh shit!" Um, but of course, I didn't record last week, so she was like, "You should use this week. You should." I wish she she put. Uh, I I wonder what she get on Mike, because she definitely said this. Y'all watch the same TV shows you, and everything, so I know y'all think the same. You you literally just found a female version of me. I mean, I've said that a long long time ago. Y'all watch the same stuff all the time, but um, you you guys um have very very similar um things in line. But she knows. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm fucking addicted to this game now, and it's all your fault. I mean, I apologize, but you, I mean, you're, you're. I don't, I don't really feel like you'll be sticking with it. You don't. Uh, I mean, you shake monkeys pretty fast. Like I'm still sending you shit on Twitter, and, and then every once in a while you might pop by and say, "Hey," but. Well, like I don't get notifications. So like hold, for X, I, I don't get anything. Like I say, I don't go on all the time. So like I, I just happen to see it. We ain't gonna respect that motherfucking call it X. That shit is Twitter, and that's what it is. But also, what's going on with this uh that little man? I cannot do that shit because the way the shit is lit. That little number, maybe I can put, I can go up to three times right there next to the go button. Yes. What's up with that? Okay, so when you have a lot of spins. You can increase like um, the number of spin. Like, say for example, like um, you land on where somebody owes you money, or somebody's on your property. They pay yeah. you three times the amount. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I know, I know why. But is, what does that cost me? It seems weird. They're gonna let me just always get it three times. Th- three rolls. Yes. Oh. So right now I have sixty-five or fifty. You know what I'm saying? Rolls. If I did three, so if you, if you, if you, you did three, should, you'd have twenty-one rolls. You shouldn't uh, if you okay. if you don't have more than like you shouldn't do more than two right now. Okay. Like when you when you hire because that's oh I still can go up to five now, which is new. I didn't know I could go up to five. Yeah, because I'm currently at ten right now. Um, God damn! But, but I got I got two hundred rolls. I got two hundred nineteen. Yeah. 
like right now I have like fifteen hundred rolls. I have one point one billion dollars. I'm waiting. So that's one of the things that I've I, I've like I've been they're going down the strategy portion mm-hmm. of the game, and so like. I log on today and I saw that like the mini the the twenty four hour mini game grouping that I was in first place was like easily obtainable with the round of rolls I had, so I just took over first place today knowing that I was going to get fifteen hundred rolls out of it, cleared a bunch of stuff off of the epic myths like multi day event at the top, and then I realized that like building up the landmarks, there's no real purpose to it. Other than, like, when you're ready to level up. But, like, if you just wait, eventually they'll have that landmark rush event where you get, like, rolls and money every time you finish a landmark. So I'm just building up my cash, waiting for that fucking minigame thing to hit. Then I'm just going to unload all the cash into the landmarks that I've been building up and get a bunch of free rolls out of it. I see. I used to do that, too. But what I realized, especially... (laughs) When you start getting on the scene is people be attacking your shit all night while you're sleeping. So like you lose money. Yeah, you're 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 talking like I lose some money in the bank heist, but I don't lose any money from shutdowns because there's nothing to shut down. Yes, that that is very true. But that um but you cause you can't avoid bank heist, but you can avoid shutdowns. But, like, Bank Heist only takes, like, a certain percentage of your bankroll. So, like, right now, like, I've been hit by Bank Heist a bunch of times today. And even though I have a billion dollars, so someone hit me for a Bank Heist 48 minutes mm-hmm. ago. They took $5.9 Right now, I have $1.1 Them taking $5.9 is really kind of inconsequential to the total amount of money I'm sitting on. Yes. But, yeah, usually mm-hmm. I only... Um... Build build up the houses like once a day, because um, like in the morning when I gotta um, like get the prizes in the morning, where uh, where you get the, mm-hmm. the prizes for doing certain events. Yeah, like the the thing in the bottom left yeah. corner where you gotta do the like wins. go pass go a couple times and shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, this yeah is- I make sure I log on like every morning. I do that when it like is it resets at like eight a.m. I mm-hmm. think. Eight, eight or nine, something like that, and then I always make sure to collect my free box like every eight hours or whatever. Yeah. So you just fool you fool this, me has been, this has been us for years. We'll always find a game that we'll just all be like fucking with for like Subway Surfer. I still got Subway Surfer on my phone. I still do too. Subway Surfer's on my phone right now. To this day, it's not. It's not still. I brought. I bought Subway Surfer back uh, after constantly being advertised to win another game. Oh, so. I didn't stay on Subway Server. I returned to Subway yeah, Server. I never left. The only thing I, I'll come back to every once in a while um, that I do miss and it'll call to me is um, Angry Birds. Like, I'll come back to it every once in a while. I haven't had an Angry Birds Jones in a minute, though. Oh. I've still been playing Clash of Clans, like, every now and again. But the, but it's mostly just because, like, my one buddy asked me to because, like, a lot of the people that we used to play with don't play anymore. Yeah. And so he just needs some people to do something. And like, I have basically everything in Clash of Clans max, fully maxed out right now. So, like, all I have to do is go on sometimes and just like do like an war attack or something. So, like, and I don't even like, I've never been one to learn how to do the various special attacks, like, with like 
where they'll, they'll like make a certain army with certain amounts of certain things and shit, and they'll name it something, and then they'll actually like study the opponent's base and figure out how they're going to attack it and shit. I don't do any of that shit. I pick a point, I drop my heroes. Then I spam dragons, and the dragons just do what they do. And if I, I get two stars, cool. If not, then, oh, shit, it was a bad attack. I never three-star because I never put that much effort into it. But they just need someone to do something sometimes. So I just I, I keep it on the tablet. I don't I don't play it on my phone. And I, I hop on every now and again. I haven't played Summoner's War in a couple months, and that was a game I played for the last few years. Um, I just kind of lost interest in it because it – I don't know, it just didn't really evolve at all. I think they've kind of reached their their limit of what they ha- they're capable of doing with that version of the game. Yeah. Because I know even, like, a lot of the people I used to watch on YouTube, they're dropping out. Like, the one guy who was, like, the main guy, he put up a YouTube video a couple weeks ago basically saying that because of the decline in his uh, viewership on YouTube, he has to actually go get a real job to support himself mm. again. By, by real job, I mean, like, his job was to make content on YouTube for, like, that game and, like, some other random shit that he did. But he's not making enough to support himself anymore because the popularity is dying down. So he put out a video basically saying, like, I can only do this part-time now. I have to go get a real job. Man, mobile games are so interesting. And what's, okay, so what's wild now is you can play at least on the newest iPhone. I'm not trying to start a phone war. I just happen to be speaking on it. You can play Resident Evil Village, which was the newest Resident Evil that came out like last year, I believe, maybe the year before. And now you can play that on your phone because that that's how much, you know, power newer phones have, you know, baked into them. And that's insane to me. So, you know what I'm saying? You, you, yeah, sure. that You'd be playing, you know, little tappy tap games, you know, match three puzzlers and all that shit. But you could also be playing full console experience games at this point, And that's wild. Phones is crazy. You ever go on Instagram and see like the the targeted marketing for like the games? Well, but like they do the the targeted marketing in a way that makes it seem really stupid. Where it's always like the the person or the group of people, and they're running down a corridor and they're shooting mm-hmm. at items that have numbers on them to yes. try and break the items. Yes, and they and they always take the most inap like the least optimal route just to make you mad and be like, I want to play this game so I can do it better. And then the game that they're like promoting with that ad looks nothing does like not it. Play, looks nothing like the fucking ad. Yeah. And it's one company that doesn't, they just change the name of all the different things over and over again. I just want like whoever came up with that. I just want to punch him in the face. But I also hate the commercial. that say you, you don't want to be faked out. So play our game. This game really is this game that they're still there gaming. Like I get those ads all if the time. If that game actually existed, I would play it. But it doesn't exist. It's always just some other janky ass game that doesn't do that. So if someone were to just make that game, I would play that game. <laughs> so you know, there's always a game that you'll see uh, ads for games where like you pull a stick and coins fall. Yes. Mm-hmm. So for years, there were people who made commercial or ads for games like that, and that, and that game did not exist until finally I found out the game that actually that is what you do through the whole game. And I, I, it's still on my phone. I don't play it often, but for a while there, I was really into that game. And I paid for the ad-free version. I gave them the, I gave them some dough just because they was real. They said what it was, and it was what, it, what they said. And so I thought that was like, all right, that's dope. I fuck with you. <laughs> yeah, I put a couple bucks into Monopoly Go. I figure, like, if I'm going to play the game, 
I would like to at least support a little bit. Yeah. You know, like, I'm not going to sit here and spend $45 on fucking sticker packs and shit like that. But, like, you know, every now and again, I'll throw a couple bucks for some rolls. Like, now, like, just hopefully the game keeps going, you know? Like, people got to make money. And if I'm playing, like, I'll try to be free to play as much as possible. Yeah, yeah. It, it seems to be popular enough that I think I think you're gonna be good. <laughs> yeah, so. it's crazy. Like I heard about situations where they got Facebook groups where like this person paid for a sticker, and then a person like backed out of it. They, oh, scammed them! Take the money and then backed out and left the group and left Facebook after they gave the money for the sticker. It's crazy out here for this game. I know, man. I joined the the sticker trading group <laughs> on mm-hmm. there. And it, like, I don't want to like get involved. It's just too, too, too much sketch. Wow. Because all, all you see is people just bitching about people scamming. Wow. And I'm like, I don't, I'm not getting involved in that. Like, I, I, I'll make sure. Like, my buddy has sent me stuff, and if I had anything he needed, I would send it to him. But he actually completed the sticker album yesterday. Yeah. So he got like the fifteen thousand rolls, all the money, and he got like the token. Oh, or so he, he got every single sticker. Yeah, he got every single sticker. Like, um, I because he had a lot of, of duplicates. Like, he sent me some stuff that he had that was extra. Yeah, I sent you guys both, and sticking. then he completed it. Oh, yeah. did you? Like the first day, how do, how do I get the first day you started? I, I, I sent you stickers. Oh, you know that that I do remember that now. Like, I didn't know what that, that was. Point, yeah. Like, it just popped up. I thought it was like something I got for like starting the game or whatever. Okay. Because it didn't really tell me where it came from. It just opened up and showed up. <clears throat> Man, um, I was getting salty off that, like, uh, partner mission thing with the cars. Because, <laughs> like, I was pumping so many wheels into that. And then, like, I had other people that, like, weren't doing shit. I, see, that's the thing, though. I feel like when you, since you, because you, you got into that, like, right at the perfect time. Because... When you first get, they give you free rolls from nowhere. You start off, you getting good shit. Because I was in there, and I was like, I wouldn't get no, um, no wheels. And then when I did go in there, like every time I would pop up lunch, I'd be like, oh, your partner gave you a hundred rolls. And then, like, I start rolling, I get 60, 60, 60. I'm like, and then I was like, okay, then I increase my, um, my payout number. So instead of mm-hmm. it being twenty wheels per row, I, I did it. It'll be sixty wheels per row, but I'm still only getting two hundred. I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? It was- <laughs> I got lucky a couple times. I remember like I was doing the spin on the on that wheel thing when I was at bowling the mm-hmm. one night, and I think in four spins in a row, I hit two hundred and a free spinner or, or something yeah, like that. They- so I just like I free I free spun like five spins. Yeah, I, I really, I mean, I know it's a game, and I know it's, like, not 100% fair, but sometimes that game be on some bullshit, because... Oh, it's it, it's definitely unfair at times. Like, think about, like, the sticker wheel, or, like, or like the wheel when whenever you complete, like, the, the hotels and get, like, the free spin. Yeah. If, it, if it's truly a roulette wheel with, like, the same number of things on there... There's no reason why it should land on the green pack or the orange pack like every fucking time, yeah. and never the blue pack or the order or, or the um the safe. I I never get a safe. I get a safe like every now and again, but I can tell you I've never gotten a blue pack off of that. I got a blue pack one time, 
and I've been playing like for for months now. I almost opened the the community chest today. That shit is a slot I, machine. I was down to the last one. I've never gotten that far where it's like, oh, where, where you get to uh, times fifty. Never. Yeah, I uh, I had one left. Like I hit like you. It might have been. And then it gave me like that orange, uh, the yellow coin to like pick another friend. Yeah. And then I picked another one with the box and I got the, the coin again. And then I picked another one. So I got down to like two people, hit the one, and then the thing, you know, hit a key. I didn't get the last person. Well, what's even more bullshit is like what they've been doing to me is instead of giving me the coin when they, um, they'll give me a green pack of stickers. I'm like, what do I need that for? Oh, man. I opened up one box and it was like $176,000. I was like, oh, thanks for nothing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I am playing Monopoly Go right. I feel good about it. So I'm just not as high level as y'all. And therefore, I got a lot. To, I got some growing to do. Fair enough. It it really does come quick. Like, it's like Anthony said at the beginning, because you, like, you level up so fast. And then, like, it gets to a point, like, right now, where, like, I can hold, like, 70 rolls. I generate like seven an hour. I have four shields instead of three, and then like it just it just builds like it's not much they can like really expand on. So you just you level up and then you unlock more of the same shit. Well, that was life lessons from Monopoly Go. <laughs> As your story time with Lunchbox this week, I hope you enjoyed it. I know I did. I've learned. I've grown as a Monopoly Go player. All of a sudden, it's good shit. Allow us to hold hands and skip merrily on down to Reddit, where each week we visit the subreddit, Am I the Asshole? And we decide if these people are assholes. Sometimes they are. Sometimes they're not. So random. I got three for you this week. They are as follows. Am I the asshole for causing my roommate's, roommate's allergic reaction? Question mark. Am I the asshole for telling my fiance her mom can respectfully fuck off? <laughs> Am I the asshole for not inviting my stepsister to my wedding after she accused me of trying to steal her thunder? Step, bro, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> That's the one we start with just off of that off of that gag. <laughs> Am I the asshole for in not inviting my stepsister to my wedding after she accused me of trying to steal her thunder? I, 30 female, got engaged to my longtime partner, Matt, 32 male. We were thrilled to start planning our wedding. We decided to have a small intimate ceremony with close friends and family. Among the potential guests was my stepsister, Emily, 28 female. We don't have a great relationship, but I don't want to, I don't want to create unnecessary drama. So I intended to invite her and her husband. The issue began when I shared our wedding date with the family. Emily immediately reacted negatively saying our wedding was too close to her planned baby shower, hmm. which was scheduled for the following month. She accused me of stealing her thunder <laughs> by having my wedding so close to her event. I was shocked by her response because we had never discussed her baby shower date and I couldn't have known about it when we chose the wedding date. I tried to explain this, but Emily insisted that I should have somehow known and adjusted our plans to accommodate her. The tension escalated when Emily called a family meeting to discuss my selfishness in planning my wedding near her baby shower. During the meeting, she accused me of being an inconsider of being inconsiderate and trying to overshadow her life events. <laughs> the rest of our family members seemed torn, with some taking her side and others understanding my perspective. 
In the end, I felt like I was being treated unfairly and that Emily was making unreasonable demands, so I made the difficult decision to not invite her to our wedding, fearing that her presence would only add stress and tension to our special day. Now our family is divided, and some family members are angry at me for not inviting Emily. She continues to claim that I'm the one who's being selfish and unreasonable. So Reddit, am I the asshole for not inviting my stepsister to my wedding after she accused me of trying to steal her thunder? I... Uh, man, this was tough. I feel Is like it? a little bit. I'm torn. A little bit. Make, yeah. make this tough for me. <laughs> I feel like there, the the sister was being an, an unreasonable asshole about it. But like, you're getting married, and at the end of the day, them being ridiculous isn't like it doesn't make them not family and shit. And like, it's, it wasn't. It was outrageously stupid, but it wasn't like a hateful, egregious thing. So not inviting them over over their to your wedding for them line. being fucking dick. Yeah, like. Whereas I feel like this person not inviting them keeps their wedding safe for some from some bullshit. Well, this person who would go through all of this rigmarole to make it seem like you did something wrong for not knowing their baby shower. As if you were some kind of prescient fortune teller, is definitely gonna come and blow your spot up at your wedding and fuck up something on t- intentionally. All right, so, can't but, trust the motherfuckers. But and therefore, I can't extend an invitation to them. But so uninviting her when you know it will clearly cause more trouble. It's kind of like you not asking for it, but like going to the point is like you're you're inviting somebody who is a stepsister, but a sister. You are damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yes, you are damned if you do, if you're damned if you don't. But you double damned when you was like, fuck it, you can't come. Yes, she, she was being an asshole for saying like, oh, you did the date. Well, fine, I'm taking my ball and running home. You can't come to my shit now. That just causes more trouble than than, than the beginning thing. Like you won up her for nothing. Not for nothing. <laughs> You won up there. I'm not going to say for nothing. But you won up there. You took your ball and went home on it. <laughs> All right. Let's take a look uh, at the uh, comments here. I like they always just need to do a quick little scroll through to see. Like I said, we, it's been weeks, y'all. Weeks since we had a, a, a pink comment. And like I said, I got the feeling because Reddit changed their economy. People are just not bothering to buy Reddit gold and the like no. any longer. Not the SO. Stealing her thunder. How? She's having a baby shower with her friends and family. How much overlap or guests could there be? And a wedding and celebrating the pregnancy and the upcoming birth are two totally different events. Hopefully she can calm down and apologize and maybe get herself invited again. But if she's just going to harp on, on and on about the, this mythical thunder stealing, by all means, she can stay uninvited and pretend it never happened. Sheesh. I and or sheesh. After listening to that comment, I'm <laughs> even more on the um, on the baby shower person side. If if that's your if okay stepsister, that means there are going to be the same people there. That like she did, uh, the the argument she made just made me more firm on her being the asshole. Basically, this person thinks if they go to your wedding, they're not going to have enough money to buy shit at my baby shower. Pretty, uh, well, I, I I didn't go that far, but. I'm, I'm definitely. I'll definitely say that. Yes, you. They're not going to have yeah. money for presents. They're like people aren't going to show up to my stuff because they're at your stuff. I didn't think about that, and now I'm even more concrete in my answer. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to see if I see any other uh, 
good comments. Yeah. I am baffled because this isn't a blood relative who attended the meeting. Exactly. The stepsister has a maternal and paternal side that are not shared with the OP. There could be some shared half sibs, but that's it. So, yes, I would also like to know who else attended the family meeting. And I'm like, what a bitch, I don't know. Yeah. I hate to be throwing comments like that in the midst of. <laughs> uh, here we go. That's a, this, is a, this is a clean one. Not the asshole. Family would try to work another baby shower in and uh, would try to work another baby shower in as an after party to a wedding to maximize baby gifts. We'd invite the groom's family. What is going on? These <laughs> The following month is too vague. How many actual days, weeks are between the two events? If the events are a week apart, it might be it might put some stress on relatives in terms of time and money. But but not the answer regardless. Let's be clear. She doesn't have any thunder except for her loud and aggressive accusations about the issue. And that's more or less brang than brief, booming meteorological phenomena. And you aren't stealing it. Emily ha- may have been under have some underlying resentment about disparities in treatment in treatment between you and her that bubbled up or she may just be an ugly self-centered person. Mm. Unfortunately, it is the first, if it's the first, she's deliberately blew up any chance of salvaging a relationship by her public rancor and attempts to organize the family against you. You are not required by, by by etiquette or morality to invite someone who is hatefully campaigning against you to your wedding. So, yeah. Uh, like again, I, I hear you. I, I hear you. All. I hear you all's perspective, but uh, no, nah, this person really does sound like this. This per th- this person, not the person, but whatever the person who wrote it, whatever. Their stepsister seems like a real fucking asshole, a real piece of work, and uh, I wouldn't want to invite them. But I guess sometimes you don't. You just have to do what you got to do. Familiar responsibility and all that. So you kind of, I guess, have to extend the extend the, the invitation and hopefully the olive branch and just keep them motherfucking moving. Trust me. They either gonna they either gonna come through, and if they act a fool, then then you never speak to them again in your life. That's that's where you just wrap it up for permanent. And if they don't come through, you can be like, hey, I invited them and they ain't come through. That's on them. Yeah. The only person that you got to tiptoe around more than a bride is a pre- a woman that's pregnant. Because I I remember I was told, why you let me go to the Vegas? You know I just had a baby. <laughs> Like, what? How was I supposed to stop you? <laughs> that is wild. Uh, uh, am I the asshole for semi semi causing my roommate's allergic reaction? Hmm. Not the asshole. No. You're both very right. This one actually I have read in, in uh, uh ahead of time. I, 20 female, am a college student living off campus. How living in off-campus housing with two other girls. One of my roommates, Jen, 21 female, has been extremely difficult for me to live with. She has she was friends with my other roommate, Leah, 21 female, and we ended up living together. Among our issues, Jen eats mine and Leah's food <laughs> constantly. At the start of the lease back in August, it was little bits of food here and there. But now it's lots of food and it's happening a lot. She constantly drinks my almond milk and routinely leaves the carton empty in the fridge. Mm. She has this history of depression. And despite having wealthy parents, that has nothing to do with anything and multiple, multiple and multiple of their credit cards. I think she's too depressed to go grocery shopping. 
So instead, she's buying food for lunch when she's on campus for class and eating mine and my other roommate's food to supplement. I'm extremely frustrated. I've confronted her about this three times now. And last week, I caught her in the act and immediately called her out on it. She broke down crying and said it would never happen again. I tried. I did not. I guess I did not read this because I didn't know about this part. I tried to le- level with her and told her to get Instacart and even offered to give her a ride to the store despite her having her own car. The next day, she ate one of my yogurt cups and a $5 cupcake from an expensive bakery in my city that my sister got for my birthday. Damn. Jen has a soy allergy. She let us know about it when she moved, when we moved in together, and she said no problem with us having soy pro- products in the apartment as long as we properly seal the containers after using them. We've had soy sauce in the fridge all semester and leftover edamame a few times, so no big deal. When I went to the grocery store on Tuesday, I decided to buy soy milk instead of the usual almond I bought all year. Mm. Mostly because I wanted a change, but I'd be lying if I said it wasn't also because I wanted her to stop drinking my fucking milk. Oh my gosh. The soy milk I bought is from the same brand as the almond milk I usually buy. Because it's cheap. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's cheap and I like all the products I've tried from this brand. Mm -hmm. Needs to say, the packaging looks looks similar. Yesterday, when I get out of my class, I have five missed calls from Jen. Turns out Jen grabbed my milk and, as usual, did not look at the packaging, which is insane because she literally opened the soy milk for the first time and had to break the seal and drank some of it. She ended up having a reaction, using an EpiPen and going to the hospital just in case. She's okay, but she's very mad at me, said this is my fault, and is threatening to call student legal. I told her she's full of shit and has no case against me. And it's her fault for eating food that isn't hers and being too stupid to read labels. Despite having an allergy, Mm -hmm. the tension in my apartment is now at an all time high and extremely, I'm extremely stressed. Am I the asshole? Edit calling student legal tomorrow. Going to try and move out and no, I will not be doing her food, dousing her food with soy. That's psycho. Thanks all. Which means somebody in this in this subreddit recommended that this woman poison her roommate mm. intentionally. This go round. You want to go first lunch? I sure. This woman is not an asshole <laughs> for all the reasons she listed to that other person. Like, don't open up someone else's shit. That isn't yours? Yeah, read the fucking labels if you have an allergy. Like it really just comes out to don't take people shit. If she didn't take people shit, she wouldn't have ended up with the fucking happy pen jabbing in the hospital. If you grandiose motherfuckers played the shit that people like, then the people would come. Okay, so I understand all those <laughs> facts, but the fact of the matter is, she knew that person wouldn't look at the label. She knew the per- how, now. How, how do you know that? Dude, you can't know that. that. She, she knew the bitch was greedy. She knew the bitch was greedy, and she said she picked a product that looked exactly like that. Would that looked exactly like the other product? Similar. Okay. Not similar. Exactly. Okay. Similar. She knew. She knew that her that her roommate was greedy enough to do that shit. This is like when um, it's this one TikTok going around where it's a uh, somebody put a condom in their sandwich because they knew um, somebody kept on eating their sandwich at work. Yes, the roommate is an asshole. But you were an asshole too, and you knew that she was gonna 
Like, oh shit, new milk. Who this? She she knew she knew that she was gonna her greedy ass was gonna do it. That doesn't escape you from being an asshole just because your roommate was wrong. You are an asshole too. Just like you as wrong as the roommate is, you knew that she was gonna be greedy about it. You knew she was gonna you switched because you knew she kept on drinking your shit. That's passive aggressive as fuck. You knew she was drinking your shit, so you like, you know what? I'm not getting almond milk no more. I know she can't drink soy milk, so I buy soy milk now. So, do you think she bought it with the intention of of poisoning her, or do you think that she bought it with the intention that the bitch would read the label and not drink? I think she bought it with the intention of her saying it was soy, (laughs) so she wouldn't, so she wouldn't touch it no more. But the roommate. Since it, like she said, it was a similar product, she just thought, oh, it's the same stuff. So she drank it. I feel like she intentionally bought soy with the intent of her, the roommate not drinking it anymore. Well, she got, yeah, yeah I mean, I, I then she, that. she said that. But that's an asshole move in itself. Like you, you, oh, she intentionally bought something so she could stop drinking, even though. I'm not saying that was wrong. It would be an asshole move if the other person was putting in on it. But she's literally just stealing her she shit. Is. If she's okay with both products and she knows that the bitch can't drink the other one, then buy the one that the bitch can't drink. If she wants to fucking fucking hit herself with the like with the EpiPen, then that's on her. Yes, I, I understand that, but I'm just saying like it's, it's uh, at, at least passive aggressive knowing that I'm going to stop buying Cheerios because uh, I know uh, she loves those, the same thing. Now, like, if she if she bought it intentionally trying to, like, poison her and put her in the hospital, then sure. Like, I would be on board with you because that'd be, like, premeditated murder. I feel murder. like if she felt like she but like, if she would have wanted to stop the thing, she should have been like, oh, I, she likes almond milk. I'm going to buy oat milk now. But she intensely bought the milk. That she... He would just drink her oat milk then. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you would accomplish nothing. But lose lose a different type of milk to this woman. <laughs> no. This this person is not the asshole. This person uh, is, is, is a roommate with a nutbag. Yes. Who... Might be suffering through depression, so we're going yes. to show a little bit of grace. But also, you have an allergy. You got to You have to know to read the labels. It just—it's—it's it's simply how we keep you safe in these matters. But also, if you didn't eat other motherfucking shit, you wouldn't have to read their labels because you'd have your own food and would not have to be concerned about what's in their food, because. You have your own food. This is bonkers. <laughs> Anthony, I love that you exist as a person who would be so sensitive to, 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 to be that concerned about somebody else's bullshit. If they robbing me, we got a motherfucking problem. Off go. I, um, I don't know. I feel like I've had to live with people <laughs> that... I've had to be like, no, I'm not going to be passive aggressive about this, even though you're an asshole about that. 
I know my actions can be perceived as an asshole because of who you are and how you are. So I've had to combat my like situations just like this where I've been told I've been wrong because I'm like, no, you shouldn't do that. And people have, I hate, I hate the bullshit that somebody has to be the bigger man. Why the fuck has always got to be me? Yes. 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 Being the bigger man, um, sucks gorilla nuts. And guess what? Somebody like, might like sucking gorilla nuts, but it just ain't me, baby. <laughs> um, you know, it's it's hard to have to have to have to have that state of mind to be the only clear thinker in a situation, and the only person that like has to try to think of other other scenarios more than myself sometimes. <laughs> so most of this, uh, like like I said, this very situation, uh, oh man, I wish I could just just talk about it all, but. I, but I clearly cannot. But <laughs> I've been in very similar situations where I had to be like, "Oh, this is this is because of your mental health state that I have to consider this is going on, and how my asking my actions can be perceived as me being the aggressor because I had to pivot because of your mental health." So, a, a, a fair point, sir. We, we 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 get it. We get it. We leave it at that. Last one. Am I the asshole for telling my fiance her mom can respectfully fuck off? Oh, well. Respectfully. Respectfully. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with no because they they said respectfully. <laughs> All right. Uh, I male twenty eight have been with my fiance, female twenty six. For about four years now. And her mom has been a pain ever since we started planning the wedding. The main issue at the moment seems my fiance is easily swayed by her mom's thoughts and opinions, which seems to be starting to cause rifts between us that were never there before. I have to preface this by saying I make the bulk of the money and understand the call. This causes power imbalances for some people, but never us. After we got engaged, her mom started talking about how I send money to my relatives overseas, but never to any of theirs. And I'm just picking and that I'm picking sides. Her mom has always been a bit prickly, but never got in my face about it. I've tried compromise and told my fiance I'll cover all the bills outside of rent being 50 50 and whatever she has and, and whatever she has in excess, she can send to her family herself but that I wouldn't send anything personally. Well, her mom came rolling around some of the wedding plans and cursed me out for not stepping up as a man with every everyone present. Now the wedding is on hold and my fiance has been trying to find a solution, but I told her unless her mom apologizes, this, to me, she can respectfully fuck off. This is how this thing is. Now everybody is pissed. Only one only one being a voice of reason is my dad. <coughs> he says that I may, I maybe should back from this temporarily. Am I the asshole? I don't know how this culture functions. Uh, maybe moms is super 
maternal whatever the maternal uh, figure has more sway and say than whatever, but I can't call it. Yeah, this one's weird. It is. I, I was having a hard time following it. Yeah. Apparently, uh, he sends money to his his peoples, but don't send money to her peoples. And her mama mad about it. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, I guess like looking at it like that, like, why is he obligated to? Exactly. But again, this, see, this might be a cultural thing, and we might be just missing something in something maybe missing in translation. Maybe it's one of those things where she feels like we're fucking family now. We're we're one now. <laughs> but like I'm assuming that there's they're Middle Eastern only based on the fact that like most of the people that I've known that like send money back to their family from America are like go are Middle Eastern. Yeah, I think that's if that's a negative thing than it is no, what it, it is, but it's, it's just my personal thing, experience. Like, most cultures like that come here, you know, um, you know, send money home back. Like uh, I had a friend of mine who was, um, it was only him and his dad was here and like the rest of his family was back in Mexico. And like he, it was like, like he had like his mom, he like, they were pretty much like taking care of like two generations of families and they were here. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. This. Uh, this seems like it's most co- cultures that come here and try to make it. That's what they do. Yeah. Uh. My dad says I should maybe step back from this temporarily. Listen to dad. Future mother-in-law will not stop until your fiance finds her sh- her her shiny spine. Oh. The ability to tell her mom no, and to butt out. Okay. Thank you for when he when he says step back from this. Does he mean like call off the engagement? I believe so. Or just be like, oh, let's let's wait a little bit before we uh get married. You know, either way, it don't sound great. Also, you saying that probably means you'll end this relationship. There's no real temporarily not doing that. But can't call it. I'm not sure of your nationality, but I have this with my Greek mother-in-law. Not about money, but church and culture. She would demand and push constantly. Up to the point where my daughter was born, she started to interfere with the there as well. I'd asked my wife many times to talk to her mother. I understand this was she was in a hard spot, but she should have done it for her husband. Mm. One day at the barbecue, at a barbecue, the question of christening came up. She was pushing and pushing for an orthodox christening. I'm atheist, but I I would have never I would have to, I would have to be christened in the church before my daughter was allowed to be. I refused and said that she could be Angl- she could use the Anglican church of my parents. It took 45 minutes for me to lose my shit at her. We didn't talk and she didn't come near me for 10 months. <laughs> All could have been avoided if my wife stepped this up. Is. I'm sure your fiance, fiance is not going to step up now. It will continue through. If, you're, if your fiance is not going to step up now, it will continue through your entire marriage. You need to stop it now or walk away. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's best to probably try to walk away before kids are involved because, like, you're not going to, like, if she's not going to talk to her her mother now or, like, wasn't willing to talk to her mother now, it's never going to be good. It's just going to be, it's going to be that bugaboo for the rest of the time y'all together. Here's a fun one. 
the subreddit, this subreddit really loves to think the worst of people. Huh? I agree that mother-in-law is awful and Devante needs a spine, but which is more likely? My boyfriend is such a good guy. He's considered takes me on nice dates and even supports his family back home. You know how they, how, how, you know how important it is to me to have someone who loves his family as much as I love mine versus my boyfriend has money. He sends it to his family and I bet we can make him spend money, make him send money to you too. Once we get married, let us begin scheming now. Hmm. Sure. There might be some people who do that second one, but for the vast majority of people, the boyfriend is such a good guy that he is supporting his family is way more likely to come up in totally benign con- context. True, true thing. Don't know if that does anything for their argument, but uh, there you go. Uh, no, you're not an asshole, and uh, don't marry this woman. Just don't trust. Don't marry any woman. <laughs> I kind of said something like that about that in a meeting the other day. You know, because I, I, this new situation, I had we had to you know introduce ourselves, <laughs> and I was like, I've been with my partner for eleven years. I don't think we're ever going to get married. I said, I don't think I'm ever going to get married another time. And I'm talking to all these people who are uh, from a different part of the country than I am. And they had looks on their face when I said that. I was like, mm, fair enough. <laughs> uh, that is Emma the Asshole for this week. Let's talk entertainment. I don't, I, I, do, I, I, I have a, something for like basically every column, but I also don't have a lot. So let me just give you the ones I do have. But uh, watching, I'm watching Loki. I'm enjoying it. Last episode is should be out now, and I'll hopefully get to sit and watch it tomorrow at some point. You think I'm playing still? Loki's great. If you've not seen the first season, watch the first season and go right to the second one. It's a groove. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, it's really good. I'm also uh, only on tonight's episode. Uh, Super Mario Wonder still playing that, and uh, Fortnite went back to the, the original map. So I fucked around and been fucking around in Fortnite. A delight. Fortnite is a is a fun time to be had. Uh, I'm listening to the Alchemist flying high part two. It's dope because it's the Alchemist actually rapping again. It's been a while since he's been spitting. He's an amazing producer. One of the greatest to do it, but he's also a relatively gifted MC. So I might uh, tell you to give that a listen. If you are so inclined, it's got, it's got, uh, I guess I would tell you to Scott Khan on the album. Any, he is not, but I was thinking <laughs> the same thing. I was like, yeah, they should bring my man Scott in this shit, but, uh, he probably ain't rapped in years. So he might not have the chops to, you know, jump back in it. Uh, podcast, what's he listen to right now? Today's episode of Juan Epa's Life with Q-Tip and the RZA talking about the 30th anniversaries, Enter the Wu-Tang and Midnight Marauders. It's so good. They're on the phone initially with Q-Tip going back and forth and he keeps talking about the RZA until finally he just says, I'm a call. So he calls up Bob Digital and they both on the line together talking to uh, Syph and Rosenberg about just stories about production and 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 dropping two of the most important uh, albums in hip hop history 30 years ago on this day as we record. So uh I would tell you to give that a listen because that shit is a wild today. Also Q-Tip has such <laughs> interesting insights about music and life and so forth and so on. Well worth a listen. Wind up his life. Go give that a go. What about you guys? You want to go first lunch? Uh, sure. Uh, I watched Five Nights at Freddy's. We talked about earlier. I watched uh, you know, the last episode of Loki. I watched the last episode of Goosebumps. Um, 
Honestly, I'm drawing a blank. I don't think I watched much else. Like, I watched some sports. Um, I watched the WWE uh, Crown Jewel show on Saturday. Uh, yeah, that's about it. It's been football, wrestling. I feel like this is the first week I have not tapped over, tabbed over the ESPN to see how the game's going because tonight's game seemed whack AF to me. Hmm. It's, bare- it, it's actually interesting. It, not that I like care, care. Like, I yeah. care from the gambling perspective. But, like, right now it's 16 13. They're at the two minute warning of the fourth quarter. The Panthers have the ball and they're trying to drive down three and they're on fourth down. Fascinating. Where you go? That's what's up, people. <laughs> well, I've um, I've like I really only have like one entertainment thing of note that I did like for this week, and um, Stephen King's latest book, Holly. Um, I, I just finished that last night. It was about, it was like a sixteen-hour book. Um, because I mostly listen. I yes, some people thumb their nose at um. Every, you know, I actually read the book, but sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Um, and it was a really good book. Um, it wasn't a scary one. It was um, it's a detective kind of novel with some um, slight horror um, elements to it. But it's called Holly, and um, you know, that was pretty much all all I did as far as entertainment goes. Because um, Chris Lambert didn't put out my Sunday podcast this week that I usually listen to. Um, and, like, I was just thrown off all week, especially, like, you know, if I'm listening to a, you know, trying to finish a book before you got to go back, you know, that kind of cut out, cut down on podcasts a little bit. So um, I got to get back caught up on that. And, you know, I watched um, Great British Bake Off a couple times this week and going to watch it again tomorrow. Um, oh, yeah. And I, and I started back watching Jack Reacher because I, I didn't have shit to watch. That's why I ain't watch nothing. Fair. Because I ain't had shit to watch. I be watching, uh, as y'all know, I constantly watch uh, reaction shows. So I've been watching people react to, of course, The Bear. Mm. And I've been watching people react to, I, I watch this couple that is reacting currently to uh, Abbott Elementary. And then I watch, oh, yo, Hot Ones with uh, Old Girl from the Chicken Shit was great. And I want to watch the one this week with uh, Louis Thoreau. Because uh, he's a good dude, too, another English uh, presenter, uh, whatever type dude. But uh, So I definitely want to watch that. I have not watched it yet, but actually, you know, I'm saying I'm going to watch it after this, but I'm literally falling asleep as we record oh, the show. Okay. So <laughs> probably won't watch that till tomorrow. <laughs> but uh, that is what it is, people. You know what it is? Please rate, review, subscribe, and share the show wherever possible. Uh, if you want to support the show financially, got a couple bucks to toss away. Join us over on Patreon members at the $5 and above tier. Get extra content each month and early access to new shows. We have merch available over at tpublic.com slash users at stage crunchy book, all one word. I was trying to look into getting a holiday version of our logo done to maybe add to that shop. Uh, we will see if I manage to make that happen. I intend to or would like to, but making it happen and, you know, so forth and so on is two very different things. Feel free to give us a call. 216-264-6311. That's 216-264-6311. We would certainly love to hear from you. I thought I had saw a comment somewhere. Here we go. I did. Let's get publish on that. Well, I'll read it first, and then I'll click publish. This is over on uh, Spotify, uh, where the homie Carrie hit us up. He says, the question of the week was, the bear is so good. What else should we be watching? 
And Carrie responds, another shameless alum, Shinola Hampton, Fiona's bestie V, has a show I caught found mm. on NBC slash Peacock. Think of it as Ebony Alert, the television series. <laughs> it's pretty good for a network procedure at all. Box just talked about found last week. So that is already being watched amongst the group. So that's dope. Thanks for the wreck. And uh, thanks for, uh, you know, taking advantage of the old uh, Spotify interaction for uh, this show. So how long do I got for, uh, for Google Podcasts before, before I need to switch over to Spotify? I, th- I think next year. And you don't have to switch over to Spotify. Just everything's going to be on uh, YouTube Music. Mm. So okay, that's, that's, all, that's, all, that's all that is. So you have, you'll still have a Google-based option if you are so inclined. But also, you know, if you want to join over on Spotify, please do. Uh, we have a podcast here. It's called Creme Patissier, a great British bake-off podcast. It's very good. We do real good work. It's uh, Nick Jewel, what's the tea fame? And Ant and I. And uh, each week we review and recap the latest episode of the Great British Bake Off or baking show if you, uh, you know, <laughs> are a heathen. Uh, and uh, it's a really good show. I'm very proud of the work we do in it. It's uh, it, it really is a delight to, to make and to produce and to listen to. I think I actually listen to the show. And uh, so it's not just something I uh, make. It's one of those ones where like I can, even after I, I have edited, I go back and listen to it. I'm like, can't believe we managed to make this show because we make a really great show. And so you should probably be getting down. No, probably to it. You should be getting down with that. I got to stop caveat stuff. I got to get a little more secure in my shit. We are Cleveland's longest running podcast, and I make good podcasts in the form of Crimpetissier, a great British Bake Off podcast. And you should be listening. Please and thanks. Uh, that is the 216's own. It's Tatum. Yes, I'm here, and my stomach is bubbling. <laughs> My stomach is bubbling. I ain't seen that guy in a couple of weeks. I wonder if something that dude. Uh, also, with the uh, SAG strike having finally uh, met its uh, timely, timely demise, in my opinion, the business of Hollywood should be getting back to the business of Hollywood here soon, and I'm pretty excited for that. Meaning, uh, I'm not saying everything is not, not everything is going to make it on time, but stuff should start making it on time. They have uh, said that they think they're going to get Deadpool out on time. And that is exciting for me because that's basically how we know we get X-Men in the Marvel universe. So we'll see how that all plays out. That's uh lunchbox two zero nine nine. I'm here. The bears are probably going to win. Oh, did they score? They stopped the Panthers. The Panthers missed the 59 yard field mm. goal. Sheesh. Well, there you have it. <laughs> it, it. It came up about six yards too short, man. That is wild, especially when I saw a running back kick a field goal the last week in Texas. It was a 20 on yarder, but that's still pretty impressive, right? Yeah, hey, I mean, I know I can't do it. <laughs> show for show. I ain't going to put myself down. I think I might be able to hit, hit that bitch. No, no. I would, I'd be lying if I said that shit. I am the Internet's Terror 713. You have just been podcast, so I know you loved it. We'll catch you next time. Peace. I believe in me. What happened to your ass? It used to be beautiful.